0: Hello there, and welcome to episode eighteen of Unknown Regions podcast. I am your host Michelle, and with me is my son, your other host Colin. Yo. Okay, so this is episode eighteen. You are gonna Sweet. be you are gonna be finally moving back towards campus this weekend. So this is our last official. You're under the same roof episode probably
1: what like ever
0: well no but
1: (laughs) who knows like it's gonna
0: be like okay let's record this day and whether you can come back or not is gonna be up in the air so
1: i guess i'm I'm gonna be like i said i'm probably gonna be coming back every weekend so if you want to record in person you just have to wait till saturday sunday
0: i don't know if i buy that and even if you do you're gonna be busy yeah and you're not gonna want to record so i'm just predicting i'm just predicting
1: I'll find the time. I actually, on my school schedule, as of now, Wednesdays, I have nothing except lessons in the morning. Nothing.
0: Okay, but, so, I mean, am I going to want to come get you every Wednesday? No. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: because I'm going to have to, I have, like, the ensemble stuff. But anyway. Anyways. We will figure it out, though.
0: The next time we come to you, it's it very well could be remotely between us. Cause, yeah.
1: Mm. That'll be interesting, because... I got I got to figure out where I'm going <laughs> where I'm going to record cuz my room I mean I can't record in my room there's nowhere oh, really? to put stuff I could put it on my desk but it's right next to the window to the street down there like I'm on the second I live on the second story right so the street the one of the busy streets in, on campus is right below me
0: it's not even we say campus but it's Chicago like
1: it's the border it's the border of the depaul campus yeah. it's literally the border
0: you're on a normal street in a normal apartment it's not like a situation necessarily
1: i might be able to like get into the srt suite
0: that would be ideal but i mean when the situation they have with you guys yeah but, but being on a very necessary schedule for you know cleanliness reasons
1: tom miller said he or okay there's should I explain for the people? No. Okay, I'm. Just, but, but the but, but, SRT
0: suite is a sound recording technology suite, which honestly would be killer to have to be Not, able to use that stuff.
1: Yeah, it'd be super cool. But Tom, uh, the professor who's relevant here, Tom Miller. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know he. Who you're about. He said he said that if because for people who are taking electroacoustic engineering like myself and who don't have like Pro Tools and Digital Performer and Logic and all this stuff. He's like, okay, well, if you don't have that, let me know. So I let him know, and he said, okay, well, we're gonna get you situated in the lab. So I am going to be going to the music school for practicing and SRT Sweet Time. So I can get that happening. I think. Okay. I'm going to try. Not sure. That would be work. nice. Yeah. If it works out. I could also honestly do it in my pra- in a practice room because I can rent out six hours in a practice room easily. That's true. If it's open.
0: We'll see. We'll see how this. I can
1: play like drums while we're on the podcast. Have to be, uh,
0: <laughs> please don't. <laughs> no, not I'm that screwed. I, not that I don't like you to drum, but I've I've lived for 20 years with someone trying to drum while I'm talking, and it's real. But dude, you annoying. know how cool that would be?
1: <laughs> like like we would, I would be able to like just play like a Star Wars melody on a bell set.
0: No. <laughs> like dude, that would be okay. f- <laughs> like I just play the timpani.
1: <laughs> boom, boom, that would be boom, actually fun. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, so today is part three of our ongoing throne rooms series, and today we will be covering the prequel prex. trilogy,
1: the Prex, the what the Preeks, the Prex, the, pre- the Prex. Is that, that what we're calling it now? Yeah, the Prex, the preqs. <laughs> oh <God. laughs>
0: um. The so yeah, that ficles. was that was some fun. Um. First and foremost, before I forget, because I am, as we have covered many times, see now. <laughs> i need to thank jason gibner from blast points oh. oh yeah yeah podcast because he was basically my jocasta new and i was like <laughs> bro i don't have this book do you have it and he's like yep i do and he took pictures and he sent me the um information that i needed and so um as always jason you are a g true thank you so much thank you Listen to Blast Points, because there is no better podcast.
1: <laughs> Except ours. Uh-oh. No,
0: not even. Not even close. Not even in the same realm. I'm kidding. Um, okay, so let's start out, as usual, with current events. Okay, current events. Um, Personally... I would like to bring everyone's attention
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: to my my current event that just happened. Colin, you wanna turn it on?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think people are gonna know what I it is I don't know, by the just sound? turn it on. Alright. Oh god.
0: That, my friends and neighbors <laughs> is oh, the sound off. of a dark saber. Dark Saber.
1: <laughs> la, 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 la.
0: It came, finally, <laughs> in the mail. I had forgotten because, again, I just forget everything. Hmm. I had forgotten that I ordered it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, leave not, it- it's not turning off. So leave it
1: <laughs> Dude, it's not turning off. <laughs> Don't touch it. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Keep talking. I guess it'll be a whirring in the background. Dude, no. Oh. Shush.
0: It won't shush.
1: <laughs> I'll bring it upstairs.
0: No, just leave it. It'll turn off eventually. (laughs) Okay, well, he's running that upstairs. (laughs) I ordered this toy Darksaber. Like, they announced this probably like a year and a half ago. And I have been waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, when is this thing going to be available? Finally available. I ordered it and promptly forgot that I ordered it. And... That's it was a while excited. ago. It was like three weeks ago. So I forgot. And um, this weird box, sh- this weird shaped box came. And my husband was like, What the heck is that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And I stood there for a minute. And then all of a sudden it came to me. <gasps> and I like ripped, <laughs> ripped it open. I ripped it open like, like it a child the, on Christmas morning. What was
1: that, the, the BB gun? Your Red like Rider. Like the Red Rider BB <laughs> gun, yeah.
0: <laughs> and. My Darksaber lie within the box. Lie within. And let me just say, speaking of boxes, like I'm really kind of irritated the packaging was damaged.
1: we were having bad luck with packaging. We are. is the third package, isn't it? Yeah, you know, in the past two weeks. I mean... You can't blame them.
0: USPS, you're doing your best, Honestly. and I support you fully. <laughs> yeah. Um, And really, God that bless. wasn't even a USPS problem, because the outer box wasn't mm-hmm. damaged. It was just the packaging to, uh, you know, oh, yeah. the light... The Darksaber packaging. It's Star Wars' fault. But it really, really is a cool packaging because along the side, um, the artwork, it shows the entire history of the Darksaber in, like... Yeah, it's cool. Uh, You know, pictures, which is really cool. Detail. Um, And it's, to my eyes, it's a really well-made toy. Like
1: It is very well-made. It
0: looks great. It, it sounds great. cool. It feels good in your hand. Yeah. I'm not going to, like hit people with it to find out how sturdy it is, but I love it. It's my new favorite thing.
1: Honestly, I think it's cooler when it's turned off. It looks better when you it's think? turned off. I, I do. Because, like, when you turn it on, it has, like, LEDs, like, sanctions. Like, that's weird.
0: I don't know. It's just my favorite. It's my favorite Star Wars weapon of all time, so... <laughs> yeah. The fact that we're even talking about the that there's the Dark new Saber. Dark Saber storytelling coming in The Mandalorian. Oh, speaking of which... Let's just go straight to that. Oh yeah. Um, hey, guess what? We still don't have a trailer. Um, I was really, really thinking like, if they don't drop this trailer during what was supposed to be Star Wars Week in Anaheim, what are they even thinking?
1: Honestly, dude. And
0: they didn't. So what are they even thinking? No idea.
1: Nothing. Um, They're fools.
0: But we did. We did get a new blue logo for the show. Yeah. Everyone's talking about that
1: logo. It's always blue. Um. It's always blue.
0: <laughs> Watch Legion. Watch Legion. But funnily enough, I was like, oh, funnily. pretty. And then. Faloney um, enough. My, my Filoni enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, ha, cha, cha. Your sister Delaney was like, just kind of like not even engaging in the conversation. But she oh, I looked remember, at yeah. it. And then she was immediately like, that looks like Death Watch. Yeah. And I was like. Oh my god, it totally does. Bro! So, I don't know if that has anything to do with their choice of the color, but...
1: Dude, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I like
0: I like a color theory in Star Wars, so... Oh
1: yeah. what What color theory? The two colors that are used? Red and blue?
0: Um, red.
1: Red and blue.
0: What was red?
1: No, I'm just saying. You say you like color theory in Star Wars. Well, the only two colors that are used of any significance oh. are red and blue. <laughs> there is nothing else.
0: I mean... I guess. And white, I
1: guess. Yellow is apparently a thing now.
0: But anyway, I don't know. I mean, it it tracks because we're obviously having some Darksaber storytelling. It does. It does. So it kind of tracks. Yeah, definitely. That it would be about House Vizla and or Clan Visla. I always get confused, like, which one. Is which. <laughs> yeah. What's the clan what's the house? You call yourself a Mando?
1: A Mando I fan? I just get that confused. That is some OG material, dog.
0: I get confused about everything. You know this. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, Yeah. No trailer, but pretty logo. Yeah. And um, speaking of Star Wars, Weekend came and went. We were sad.
1: Star Wars Weekend. Oh, Celebration. Or,
0: sorry, Star Wars
1: Weekend. Star Wars Weekend.
0: <laughs>
1: that is old.
0: Star Wars Celebration came and went. Did you put it in your sad. notes? Oop. Stop <laughs> reading my notes. What does oop mean? Just stop reading my notes. Okay. I'm going to put up a barrier. <laughs> Little kids at Dude, the school. Dude, I literally
1: don't read your notes. Every time I look at them, I, I see a word that is important. Like oop. Okay. What does that even mean? I,
0: because I'm going to say. You. I'll am going to tell read. you in a minute. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of merch available. Both through official Star Wars Celebration and then outside of them. So I did a lot of retail therapy. I bought a lot of stuff that I'm sure I promptly forgot about, and it's all going to show up, and I'm going to be like, woo, surprise! Yep. Um, Probably. But Target, specifically, had has a new collection, or had, because it's all gone now. Trust me, it was like gone within the first three hours. It was on the floor. Mm. Um, a Galaxy's Edge collection, which is fun. And... Um, Managed to snag me what I really wanted, which were the Black Series, Hasbro, Star Wars, Black Series, six-inch figures of DJ Rex and Hondo and Naka. And what was the other one I grabbed? It wasn't the Stormtrooper, though. And Colin was really mad at me. Yeah. I didn't think he would care. So I skipped that no. one. And <gasps> Now they're gone. You know what? Don't worry about it. I'll find it. I always eventually Dude, find it. I can't believe you did not assume. You know
1: the troopers are the best part of Star Wars. So. Oh,
0: oh, the other one that I grabbed was um, Captain Cardinal. Yeah, that's which is cool. a red. Yeah, that's cool. Trooper. Not good enough. I'm sorry. Like I said, <laughs> I will find that other one. I always can find hey. things. It's, don't worry about it. I was about to don't turn threaten on. me with the <laughs> I was going to turn it
1: on. <laughs> I was about to. Um,
0: the other. Oh, I got a ton of cool pins from not official Star Wars Celebration pins, but fans like from, yeah, like The fan pins are
1: the best, man. Oh my god,
0: they're beautiful. Come on. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I ordered so many, I don't even know. I know I ordered a Ventress one. I know I ordered a Calicori one, which was Um, uh,
1: what? Who's it's
0: that? Hera's. You remember in Rebels, she has that family heirloom that she actually risks her life to go in and like the um, Thrawn steals it because it's artwork, basically. Oh, yeah, 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 And And yeah. um, it's like that T-shaped piece, like, th- almost like a, um, what do you yeah. call that, a mobile? I know ta- yeah, I know what you're talking about. Someone made the most spectacular pin of that. Beautiful. That's cool. The Ventress that's pin. A, that's a deep cut. Yeah, the Ventress pin I'm super excited about because you just don't see a lot of Ventress merch, and she is my Queen. Queen. Um, super Yaki tees, had a sh- collection that I just bought way too many. Oh. <laughs> way too many. No shame. No shame. No, I am Retail ashamed.
1: therapy. Retail therapy. Retail therapy. <laughs> Keep but, telling yourself that. But
0: what's kind of sad though, like the celebration, official celebration merch did nothing for me. Really? Didn't buy anything. 40th anniversary of? They were just kind of boring. But were they
1: based on... Like the 40th anniversary of Empire.
0: A lot of they had shirts like that said 40th anniversary, but that's oh. literally all they said. Did you get that? No, oh. they were boring. Sorry. You should tell
1: the people what happened when I realized.
0: Oh yeah, they this don't is know. super sad. They, this is sad. So Colin, <laughs> for for all intents and purposes, you've been pretty chill about the fact that we didn't get to go to celebration.
1: I mean, upset uh, upset, but. Not as upset as I would have been coping. for the last two.
0: You were coping.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: I was way more like daily, just in my feelings about it than you were. Yeah. Until I mean... we realized. <laughs> oh yeah. That one of the big panels obviously would have been a 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back panel, at which time you screamed I'm so primally sad. I'm
1: so sad <laughs> and punched so... a pillow Oh yeah. and
0: got really mad all of a sudden I was like what?
1: <laughs> we've and been like... robbed
0: <laughs> So butchering okay but listen we also have to understand that with the luck that we have in these stupid lotteries we mm. wouldn't have gotten to go anyway I guess, we but... would have had to well, stand outside the door like sad you buffies. must remember
1: though it did, okay, if you're referring to like the last, the Rise of Skywalker getting into that panel, how hard that was lottery wise, though you got into it, we were still able to experience it. And honestly, the experience we had was probably even better than yours. I want to believe.
0: I mean, yes, we, I managed to get into that with the kindness of my fortunate. friend. You got to get into Mandalorian by the kindness of the same friend. We
1: have been pretty fortunate.
0: <clears throat> and then we got to see the. Phantom Menace anniversary, which was fun altogether. together. 40th we,
1: anniversary of episode four, bruh.
0: Well, that was the year before. I'm just saying, no, without... I'm, I'm
1: saying our luck has been good.
0: Our, well, We got I to mean, the Last
1: Jedi panel. We got to the Force Awakens panel, I believe, didn't we?
0: No, we no, weren't at we that, didn't. that okay. one. Okay, okay, that's
1: right, that's right. Okay. But
0: I'm just saying that year it didn't rely on luck. It relied on, like, I am willing to spend six days in line <laughs> to get into this panel.
1: I guess those are the days, man.
0: Those are the days. Which... Dude. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. If you're willing, you're just at the luck of at the at the whim of fate. Basically. I guess maybe so, that's the
1: that's not the better way to do it. That's, that's anyway. Not, we're not gonna get into that anyway. Yeah. We were
0: thinking that would have been a panel. There would have been a Mando panel, which you know I wouldn't have been too upset if we didn't get to see because it's coming out so soon. I mean,
1: they have that show now that is on the production of the Mandalorian. Yeah, I literally have no need now to go to that panel. I have no interest because we're going to learn way more than we're going to learn about the panel in the panel anyway.
0: Yeah. We're going I mean, to see it. The only one I would have been upset about missing is the 40th anniversary. You're oh, right. Yeah, yeah, bro.
1: Dude, because here's the thing. I can imagine so many different ways they could have opened that panel. Like cool montages, like big screen. Oh, yeah. Dude, the walkers, man. Oh, so <laughs> mad. So mad. And, so bad and
0: i let me just put this question out there why does it have to be always like the round number that we celebrate a I don't panel know. who's who's telling 41st
1: anniversary. who's telling
0: lucasfilm <laughs> do not do a 42nd year anniversary like what's wrong with that
1: that is true what's wrong with that i wouldn't say there's anything wrong make with
0: up that. for the fact that
1: well, I'm going to be honest, if for the next celebration they don't do anything Empire Strikes Back related, I'm going to be like, chief. I, I just feel like they need to make it. <laughs> they should do right. an episode 5 anniversary and an episode 6 anniversary. They should commit. They would get so
0: much money. That's so much money. That's the wrong year, though. Three years from now? The, the next celebration is in 2022,
1: so... Oh, yeah. True. We'd be oh, a, okay, whatever. a year it, short. Do a 39th anniversary. <laughs>
0: Big like, deal. Like you're saying. Yeah, like Make I'm saying. Even. Why has it got to be 30, 40, 50?
1: Or could it, just, it could just literally be celebrating episode six. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. does it need to be an anniversary at all? I don't know. Whatever.
0: Exactly. Okay. So while I sit and wait for all my merch to show up, <laughs> yeah. um, which will be fun, uh, one thing that happened that was kind of a want-want is that- Want-want especially for you cuz you love the video games the Star Wars Lego Skywalker Saga game is pushed back to spring 2021 Dang That's which, tough Which actually makes me kind of wonder why Yeah <laughs> because No, I'm serious because it seems like they've been working on this for a really long time
1: No oh, yeah definitely And
0: it's a it's a video game So Right Think people, it could just
1: be updated? Or... People
0: can't work on this. Uh, like, they're literally making The Mandalorian in their living room. <laughs> Why can't they finish up a uh, video game at home in their living rooms? Well. And have it come out for Christmas. Like, the fact that they're missing Christmas? I'm thinking that's it's rough.
1: pre-production.
0: I don't know. I just don't... It, ha- it would have to be, man. I'm they, confused. They would
1: not delay it unless for a business. Well, okay. The release. Okay, you know how, like, film... Have, has, like, a, a certain, like, code as to when they're going to be released. Like, Christmas, a certain, when a certain time rolls around, it's all about Christmas. And When a certain time rolls around, it's all about yeah, March. Yeah, they have deadlines. Like, they have deadlines, yeah. Like, box office deadlines. The Video games have that, but way more extreme. Like, video, video games are all, every single good video game is released in the last four months of the year.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. How are they, how are they... So they would
1: be doing that, is what I'm saying. There has to be something pre-production then, like like you say they have been spending a long time. Maybe they're going back to the drawing board and they have they realized know. something's wrong, or they got sued, or like I don't know. It's,
0: it seems weird to me that they did, were not pulling out every stop they had to pull out to get this out by Christmas. But
1: yeah, it's really weird. Okay, it's really weird.
0: But I, it affects my life not in the least. <laughs> I don't play video games. I, I, the only it doesn't reason, affect my life very much either. <laughs> the only reason it affects me is because now there's one less Christmas present I have uh... for you.
1: Well, there's a lot of other cool games coming
0: out. So. I know. Well, and actually, I've already bought you so much, Chris. Oh,
1: really? Yep. Dude, can we can we just be honest? Christmas is gonna roll up on us like
0: it always does.
1: But, but it always but does. This year, dude. Oh my! I literally did not realize it was September until three days ago. <laughs> what? Or sorry, until today
0: i mean yes you did because you knew you were starting (laughs) school no no
1: no. okay okay no what i mean is uh, it does not feel like the last four months when you get to september i when i get to september i get a mood switch like i am now into christmas like i'm hyped i don't feel that at all right now i i'm kind of just dreading school i
0: try not to think about christmas until december 1st
1: (laughs) can we also celebrate my ensemble placement low-key Current event, yeah, current
0: event, <laughs> not Star Wars related, but good job getting your ensemble. It is Star Wars
1: related, and I'll tell you why. Why remember this? So, y'all, this it's story time. Here we go. uh I so because of um, the pandemic and because of the need to quarantine, we were not able to every year, every beginning of the year or school year, we have to, we are percu- percussionists at DePaul are required to come in and give an audition of about eight or nine different excerpts on various different instruments like timpani snare drum bells xylophone you name it it changes every year and this year we had to send in an audition tape rather than do it in person for obvious reasons um and so i finished my i finished recording one day i was in the practicing practicing i got all my stuff in i brought it back to my roommate who kind of has his own little like production setup in our apartment and i was like yo man can you help me put this edit this together to make this like a solid audition tape to make it like a good looking audition tape not just like bad cuts and like ugly pauses and stuff like that, making it look good um, and so we kind of put it all together there's a few title slides there's like a, a table of contents that I says, okay, here, see here, here, it says okay here why didn't, why? yeah I, I I still have to show I haven't you even seen it I still have to show you it's it's quality Justin has it I can get it from him anytime but at the end of it it fades to black the last excerpt fades to black and then slowly May the Force Be With You fades in. Oh, that's right. And you then it the fades out. <laughs> and I really believe.
0: Colin, no way. I
1: have to believe. Because going from Wind Symphony, I'm sorry, people won't understand. No. The ensemble I was in last year compared to the ensemble I'm in now, what happened? That's a jump.
0: You're an upperclassman now. That probably has something Dude, there to are, do with there's it. Dude, there's a
1: senior percussionist. Kristen, he's, he's been in Wind Symphony every year, and he's a senior. It doesn't matter.
0: And he didn't get in? No. Oh.
1: No. I'm he didn't just saying,
0: get into I'm, saying, Symphony Orchestra?
1: Mm-mm. I'm. I'm just hmm. saying, they I'm probably chuckled to... and they probably remembered it well because of that. That's all I'm saying. And because of how well it was produced, thank God for Justin. Probably
0: honestly. remembering is key. Yes, like they probably did remember. Seriously, that, for sure.
1: Yeah, you, but... know, you know about that. You know about that content. The uh, the uh, the uh, phenomenon. It's like it's like the yes the phenomenon where like you remember the beginning and the yes. end of things. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, it was very. It was, I'm not even saying it wasn't a bad idea. It's a great idea, actually, and so I'm good. sure it did help you. But also, <laughs> I'm I'll give sure myself some credit. I'll give myself some that credit. your playing was decent. Yeah. Okay.
1: okay. I suppose. Anyway.
0: Okay. So it was Star Wars related. It, it, I forgot that you did <laughs> put the I mean, the first movie at the end, that was so cute. For no reason. <laughs> Super cute. Yeah. Okay, and uh, um, kind of the bigger oh, current you event this one? that All right. happened. Um, here we go, boys. GQ the magazine. Hot tea. It's not really <laughs> <laughs> tea, 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 tea It's not tea. It's nothing that we didn't already know, to be honest. I
1: honestly didn't know very much. I knew he was like speaking out about it. Alright, l- why don't you but... let me
0: say what we're talking about? Okay. Um John Boyega gave an interview to GQ magazine and um What was it? GQ? GQ magazine. Mm, yeah. And uh, the photo shoot, by the way, is, he looks amazing. Really? Yeah, he looks That's great. cool. Um, but that, that's not new news either. He's a handsome, handsome guy. <laughs> handsome fella. Handsome feller. Anyways, um, he did some talking about his experience making this, the sequel trilogy, and unfortunately, he did not come away feeling he had a positive experience, and most of that, it seems, comes stems from uh, the systemic racism that just it's you can't even argue that it it's not there like it's clearly 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 there and um, it started with you know taking him off of the poster in certain markets it started with the ad campaign with him being you know in the in the trailer wielding the Skywalker Saber. Yeah. And how that made a lot of people feel that, oh my God, this is amazing. It's it's another person of color as a Jedi. Like that's great. And then as we all know, kind of a bait and switch. They were just trying to cover up the fact that it was actually um Ray that was going to be the main you know main Jedi in the story. Um which in and of itself Nothing wrong with that, but don't pull the yeah. bait and switch. Like, well, that dude, was real insensitive. You're talking about Force Awakens. It's just insensitive. You're That's talking about Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: man, we talk about this. We've talked about this on here, I believe. JJ loves pranking people. Yeah,
0: I know he does. I know he does.
1: And I'm, but a part of me believes maybe he asked for permission.
0: We don't know. We don't know. But. That'd be kind of mean. Like, that'd be kind of mean. Okay, okay. So let me, let me get down to this is tea. where i'm it's like tea. i don't understand like i obviously completely support his oh yeah bro feeling oh, yeah. um Dude. shitty about this is. but shitty about his experience because i get that like it's obvious to me that that was an issue in the fact that finn's character arc um In general for the most part and in my opinion especially in Rise of Skywalker was just mm, such a sad trombone to me like it just (laughs) but here's where I don't understand Um, he seems to be leveling much of his um, much of his grief about that experience specifically at The Last Jedi and um, you know, subtextually then at Ryan Johnson. And here's what I don't understand because by watching these films, yes, I am a white woman. I, I am like, but this was my take watching, right,
1: we're talking intellectually here,
0: watching the three films, just taking them for what they are and taking Finn's arc for what it appears to be in my humble opinion the last jedi gave him the most interesting arc i agree of the three
1: i agree the rise of skywalker could have there was the rise
0: of skywalker could have done many things better but that's one of them for sure big big time excuse me
1: i guess could have
0: but here's what i don't understand like the false advertising the po- the taking him off of the poster the um that was all under the force awakens umbrella which was jj's project right the rise of skywalker where he does basically nothing in the story of interest to me personally except for yes we find out he is in fact force sensitive which I love that idea. I do. And but the rest of the film, it's just like he's there's not there's no character development. He's just yeah, running around yelling, you know, chasing Ray and yelling after Ray, and I hated that in the movie. I really did. Just god, what? Why? Uh, Especially uh, when and also that's what I what I mean to say is that's also under JJ's watch. Yeah. But for some reason, and I have my tinfoil hat theory reason why this could possibly be, that he feels um he just constantly defends JJ Abrams. I don't that's like that that's it doesn't reconcile. I don't get it. So my tinfoil hat theory is this. That <laughs> here. <laughs> here it is. So we all know that initially these three films were supposed to be made by three different entire writers and, film, and, and directors. Right. So, if you watch TFA, now knowing, now having seen the whole trilogy, if you watch TFA, you can definitely see the seeds being planted for the possibility that Finn is Force-sensitive. Right, okay. Nothing overt, like nothing up in your face about it, but the seeds uh, are there. Yeah.
1: No, there's definitely nothing in your face about it.
0: So here's what I wonder. I wonder if J.J. shared his ideas with John Boyega and, you know, kind of said, like, I would love it if, if we saw Finn develop fully into a force-sensitive character. Yeah. And look at the seeds that I've planted in this film for that to be a possibility. Right but then when the baton got handed off to Ryan Johnson you know it didn't seem like he was he didn't pick up any of those threads
1: well i mean and who can blame him cuz honestly there weren't that many threads planted the now.
0: the only way you see the seeds being planted in TFA is if you really go in looking for that yeah Because I was not looking for that initially.
1: I was not either.
0: Until after Rise of Skywalker. And then I was like, oh, I can totally see where he was starting to drop those hints. But then um, Ryan Johnson took that story in a totally different direction, which I like the direction he went in. I still would have it would have been very easy for him to drop a couple more hints. Right. But if that was not something that. JJ and Ryan discussed.
1: Yeah, it's like, dude, you can't blame the man. <laughs>
0: or if it wasn't something that was brought to his attention, or maybe it was brought to his attention, and he was just like, well, that's really not part of the story I'm looking to tell. I'm looking to tell a story about regular people, which is clearly right. evident right. in the way he portrays Ray. Right. And you know what I mean? You yeah, know what I'm saying? I do know what you mean. So... And, but but if I'm a if I'm John Boyega and I am told by a J.J. Abrams who has plucked me out of hundreds of thousands of other actors and given me this opportunity. Right. So he's already feeling he's already like on his goodwill list forever, maybe because he for, gave him that chance because he gave him this job in the first place. And everybody well, knows J.J. Abrams is like people love the guy. People love the guy. Mm-hmm. It, it was funny, like talking to Dad. He's like, "I know some J.J. Abramses. Oh, my line yeah. of work. <laughs> they can be. They can clown. <laughs>
1: Dude, that was funny.
0: They are clowns sometimes at their job. They get away with murder, and the reason they do is because they're really good idea people, and bad execution people, and bad execution. Man. But it's always just like, ah. Oh, Oh, that guy, just being that guy, you know, true, but we bruh. love him. He's great. He's true, fun to hang around
1: with. True. I know people like that too.
0: Just literally <laughs> sounds like a J.J. Abrams of the reinsurance world. It's like the, what are those
1: <laughs> called from what we do in the shadows? Yeah. Energy vampires.
0: <laughs> but they're not. People love them. Like I, okay.
1: They're, yeah. They're like the They're antithesis. not energy vampires. They're the antithesis. Right. All
0: anyway, right. so I can see where if if they're sitting around, they're having a beer and JJ's like, you know, if I was writing the uh, the rest of this trilogy, I would totally make you a force sensitive. <laughs> okay. And yeah. maybe he locked onto that, as a Mark Hamill locked onto certain things about Luke Skywalker, and then when it didn't play out the way he wanted, he was kind of mad about it. Okay. So this is my theory as to why, um, so much of like. It's like JJ has been absolved of all responsibility for any of the systemic racism that went on during the making of this trilogy. Because huh. I don't, some, and if it's not that, then I feel like something else happened behind the scenes yeah, that made that, him right. super upset. Right. And not Maybe. that he, not that he is under any obligation to share that information. Right. He's not. Because mm-hmm. it could affect his career. Uh, you know, yeah, I, man.
1: <laughs> He has no... He, there's no reason he needs to say anything. He doesn't dude. need to
0: take any more heat. No. At all. Yeah. Um. But the flip side of that is I'm going to be sitting here asking that question until forever then. Because I'm just like, man, what do, what happened? Right. That he's not also, you know, putting some of this blame on the man who was in charge of two of the three films that he worked on.
1: Right. I just mean, putting dude, it out there. See, part of wondering. me is like... The Last Jedi gave him a story that was Finn-specific. I mean, yeah, he was with Rose. But, like, we know Finn more than we know Rose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when you watch the uh, Canto byte sequence, mm-hmm. that entire sequence is him, dude. And her. Like, they are have the spotlight for half the movie, it feels like.
0: He has a very... Good character arc in that movie.
1: in that movie, yeah, exactly. But in in the Force Awakens, it quite in the Force Awakens, it is literally a climax. At the climax, the spy is taken away from him. <laughs> that is the climax of the film. It's literally turn off and put on Ray. There's a literal moment where the camera like flips. He and puts like,
0: him in a he's coma in a coma,
1: right, dude? Yeah, at the
0: end of the movie, of course. He of separates course. him and Ray from each other, right? And somehow. For some reason, not just John Boyega, but a whole lot of people put that blame on Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi. And I'm just like, have you seen the end of the movie? They are separated at the end of J.J. Abrams' movie. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm saying there's got to be more of the story. I just have my tinfoil hat theory on maybe what it was that he didn't like. Um... And he's under no obligation to tell me what happened. Something else happened.
1: (laughs) You specifically. But I'm
0: very, very like, uh, I'm, like I said, I can't reconcile it. I don't get it. I don't get why J.J. Abrams is not also being um, held responsible for some of this when it was on his, literally on his watch. Yeah. And other thing, they had finished, they had a finished script by Colin Trevorrow.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: In which Finn...
1: Excuse me. Yeah, I know. He leads... was a literal dynamite. He was oh, the dynamo of the movie. It's like
0: the only thing I like in that script.
1: Oh, dude, and that it... would have been so cool.
0: So if they're picking over Colin Trevorrow's script and picking things out that they like, why would they leave that on the cutting room floor? The the Trooper Rebellion. I don't even think I said it. Finn leads right. a Trooper yeah. Rebellion in Colin Trevorrow's script for episode nine. Oh, and so it's sad. killer. It's yeah. so good. It
1: looked... Dope, to say the least. So,
0: again, that's JJ. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. I just don't get it. Well, okay.
1: Maybe... I don't know, man. Is it... Does it have to do... Could it potentially have to do with Kathleen Kennedy? Do you think?
0: I hold everyone responsible. Oh, okay. I really do. Even Ryan. Like, again, there were threads of Finn being force-sensitive. Right. And... If JJ did say, "Hey, notice this," and Ryan was like, "Well, I'd really rather take it in this other direction," and he didn't pick up any of that and just try- all he had to do was just a couple little And then whoever Who lost third- Yeah, and then uh, in the third movie, whoever whoever picked up the baton after that, again, like it's but even th- it's everyone's fault. I'm not I'm not I, absolving anybody. But
1: even then it's kind of like you can't just assume he's going to know that that's where you want to take the character if you're not going to tell him that. Of course you can't. (laughs) Like that's ridiculous, man.
0: Of course you can't assume.
1: I don't know. He, He was ambitious with his movie and he pulled a lot of stuff off that is crazy and awesome. If he missed one little thing because he wasn't told what to do in this certain case where he should have been told what to do then, if it's such a big deal, then I do not blame him. For that, I it's not.
0: I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I blame him or don't blame him. I the entire process was flawed from the start. I agree. It was all. It's
1: all he says. She said type stuff. It's like dog. Y'all gotta communicate. I mean, clearly JJ did not communicate with Ryan Johnson. It's no question. And
0: here is where I am like a hundred percent. He is so legitimately pissed about, and I get it because the only. It seems like the only character in the entire sequel trilogy that had a, any kind of a plan for them was Ben Solo. So if okay. you're going to have a plan for Ben Solo, why don't you have a plan for Rey? Why don't you have a plan what for do you Finn? Mean? I'm
1: sorry. What do you mean by plan? Like mm-hmm. from the beginning of the narrative, like storyboarding, like they knew that he was going to be redeemed. They
0: sold him on the part by saying, oh, right. this is the character arc okay. for this, for this guy. Ooh. So if you're gonna do that with him, the white guy character, don't don't short sell the woman. Don't short sell the characters of color. Like, yeah, man. why are you doing that? That's tough.
1: <laughs> That's tough. That's not fair. It's not.
0: So when you put
1: it that way, but I don't know. This man. is why
0: we got what we got with with Ray and Finn and Poe. Like, a lot of that doesn't make any sense because they didn't bother to have a plan with anyone except for apparently Ben Solo.
1: Huh. I didn't think about that. I it's actually just, didn't know that. I didn't I should have known that.
0: There's a lot. We we're gonna be talking for decades about
1: Not even Luke?
0: No. What? I don't think That's
1: so. Crazy man.
0: Why do you think why do you think Mark Hamill had such a conniption?
1: I guess hmm.
0: Cause he did didn't not like that. that they made him into wh- Oh yeah, he wouldn't know, have
1: known. No, he didn't know okay i said yeah good point
0: anyway that's my that's my theory um
1: we should have tea time in these episodes he is
0: he is utterly and completely flawlessly correct that unfortunately there is a systemic racism problem during the trilogy yeah and you know how you fix that you hire writers who oh, aren't no, white men.
1: This is an obvious tr- problem, Good man. God.
0: I mean, Someday. that is
1: not just Star Wars, man.
0: Of course not, but...
1: Look at the Academy, dude. <laughs> it's really, really,
0: really... Yeah. I, I shouldn't Look laugh. at what Star that's Trek's ridiculous. doing. Like, Star oh. Wars has no excuse. None. No excuse.
1: I don't know. That Star Trek thing about the uh, trans... Is it trans
0: There's, a, no, there's a new non-binary character... In non-binary. ...and a uh, new trans character. Okay,
1: yeah. Like, that's... That's revolutionary right there.
0: I'm, I'm, I've am I'm, i been hemming In and hawing... In sci-fi? That is hyped. I've been hemming and hawing about paying for CBS All Access, and I'm absolutely going to do it now. Like, I'm sold. Oh, cool. Because we just have so many paper... Or not pay-per-view, what do you call them? Streaming services. Uh, streaming... Pay-per-view. Um, pay-per-view. <laughs> what am I? 85 years old. <laughs> okay. Watching wrestling instead. All right, so that's current events. All right. Let us get into the topic. TPM. Uh... Which is the prequel trilogy, Pre-Q. Throne Rooms. All right. Starting with The Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I firstly want to um, say if you are interested, I got some, I saw some very cool pictures and um, just got some cool information from an edition.cnn.com style gallery called Whoa. Star Wars Architecture. Okay. So a lot of the structures I'm going to mention right now, unfortunately, this is not a visual medium. Right. Um, if you want to look up these pictures of these actual real-life uh, pieces of architecture, you can find a lot of them on a... An, again, it's edition.cnn.com style gallery entitled Star Wars Architecture. Right. Okay. So number one, we're going to talk about... The High Board Room of the Gungan Rep Council. Whoa.
1: Is that what's called High Board?
0: It is called the High Board Room.
1: Okay, interesting. not the called the Throne room. room.
0: It is a council. <laughs> like they're Yeah, it is a council. Boss Nass is in the middle, but there's mm-hmm. four other guys. Gotta love gals. Boss Nass. <laughs> Boss Nass. He's the best. He's, his name alone makes me laugh. It's Boss so cool. Nass. That's like business Boss Nass. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that was on purpose.
0: He's a... He's, uh, was that guy in the Lego movie President Business? <laughs> yes. He's basically he is very business oriented. The President Business of yeah. Otogunga. True. Um, so this was just kind of a little aside that I found out because the that I don't know town community community is uh, called Otogunga. Okay. Two words. So I always like to like sometimes Google weird words in Star Wars and see if there's like always a story behind you don't
1: do that you don't do that always i do it all. i've never heard you do that i do it
0: all the time what do you mean i always (laughs) have like word origin stories anyway interestingly there is a japanese fairy tale um and in this japanese fairy tale there is a princess of an undersea palace and her name is and i do not speak japanese so please forgive me for this butchering Otoime. Oh. Nothing. I think O H T O I M E. I would. And she say was so. a princess of an undersea palace.
1: Oh. Oh. Interesting. Oh, dude, that's totally on no purpose.
0: <laughs> and we know, you know, George is into mythology. Oh, George man. is into this stuff. So. Um, he's into
1: Japanese, like, film.
0: Yeah, he's very into. We've Asian seen stuff.
1: samurai so, activity.
0: But the quickly, this little story is interesting. Uh, so this Otoime was a princess, but she appeared to a fisherman as a turtle, and um, oh. <laughs> she's saved by this fisherman. <laughs> okay. And as a thank you, um, the fisherman is summoned to visit the undersea palace. So he goes That's down, fire. W- and he thinks he's there for like two or three days. Oh, the White Lotus
1: just, Hotel.
0: And he's just like, I really need to go back home. Um, so before he leaves, though, the princess gives him a box. As a gift, but he's like, don't open the box. Oh, boy. And he's like, what's in the box? Oh, no, man. Just kidding. That was a... No, that's a bad joke. What's that stupid movie? I think it's called The Box. No, no, no. No? No. Oh, dang. Brad Pitt's in it. Yeah, I know. And it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. And yep. so I'm happy about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Anyway. What
1: are you talking about, I digress.
0: Man? So she gives him a box, and he's like, I gotta get back home. And he goes back home, and he realizes a hundred years, or two hundred years, or hundreds Whoa. of years have passed... Um, and he, everyone that he loved is dead, like the whole, everything's gone, but he opens the box and then he immediately ages and I guess dies because he ages like his, (gasps) his hundred years or whatever was kept in the box. What? Interesting. That's cool,
1: man. What the heck? I know. I didn't see that coming.
0: (laughs) Story time. (laughs) Yeah. Little aside. Okay. So anyway, back to Otaganga.
1: Yeah. Um, do you see connection
0: there? No, I just think it's a cute. It's a cool story.
1: I mean, Oto. Oto.
0: And I mean, like, yeah. The the O H T O is what caught my attention. I feel
1: like underwater palace. But come
0: the on. underwater come palace. Come on. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so, fire. anyways, um. That's cool. I have always loved the visual of this place. Yeah, man. It is stunning. Like in
1: the CGI for that time, still today, looks really cool from the outside. It's beautiful. Like it's awesome, in my opinion.
0: And. I'm probably partial because Art Nouveau appeals to me, like, a lot. And so I had, you know, I had a, I had a Muca phase, just like every college girl has. Oh, of course.
1: And yeah, every college girl has a Muca phase. Every dude.
0: college girl has a Muca phase. No one and knows who that is, man. Yes, they do. <laughs> Alphonse Buca, look them up. If you don't know what that art is, you've seen it, you just don't realize it. Yep. Um, but...
1: That seems to always be the case, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, this is what happens when you date an art slash art history major for many, many years. You, <laughs> st- you actually start absorbing some of that knowledge, which has served me well, to be honest. Honestly, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Learning. Right? And um, the architect Victor Horta is yeah. another one. If you Google his work, you're going to look at it and be like, well, that's Gunga <laughs> That yeah. staircase Oh, yeah. That's just... Hands down. It's totally... um, That's what it looks like. So, anyway... I dig it. um, So, the Art Nouveau movement itself was a response to the Industrial Age, and it was meant to reflect organics rather than mechanics. Which you can see, like, if you picture the the way Otaganga is, everything's round. It's bubbles it's golden everything swirly. is like swirly yeah, it's yeah. beautiful it's but very it's, feminine
1: but it's like bronze and like metallic it's golden it's yes. metallic yeah
0: so what um, is this <laughs> well this was this was a copy that Jason Gibner sent me oh dang cause he had the art of a phantom menace book and I do not come on dude sadly rip and the closest library that had it was like an hour away so
1: oh okay that's fine
0: I didn't really want to take
1: it from the source that's fine primary, primary source
0: Uh, Yeah, so he sent me pictures from his copy. Cool. Um, And interestingly, they they were thinking of doing coral formations initially. Oh. Which makes, I mean, obviously you're underwater. Yeah. That computes, but honestly, that is so expected. Whereas what Uh, they did. Way
1: more Star Wars-y.
0: What they did with it was just way more interesting to me. Yeah, more Star
1: Wars. I feel like if it was, like, coral, it's like, oh, this ain't on Earth, dude. It would feel like it was on Earth.
0: But, I mean, they use coral in other places in Star Wars. It's just... True. On land, though. It's weird. They have a lot of coral formations on land. Yeah, it's cool. Um, But I like the whole concept of the bubbly bubbles and the floating. Oh,
1: yeah. The buoys 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 buoys
0: and another cool thing that I really found interesting was that's that, how you're going to read from that page would you stop looking that, at my pages that's a big page I'm going to put it down here so uh,
1: Okay.
0: I'm trying to like surprise you with okay, information okay, and okay, I can't okay. do that if I you're know. reading my pages I know Alright, gosh. I'm I'm seriously going to get a big folder like in grade school so people can't (laughs) copy your work. Um, The other cool thing that I really like about I guess this is more in-universe lore-ish but the way that they wanted it to be, to represent a fully organic uh, place. Right. That would contrast. It would not only contrast with the separatists and you know all that high technology and cold and right. you know yeah. but it also contrasts with the Naboo.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good point.
0: And we'll talk about that later. Oh, how that later. Oh, how okay. that how that contrasts a little more. Yeah,
1: that's actually an interesting observation, which totally makes sense. Yeah, which is all and okay. Yeah, I guess we're talking about it later, but it is like t- totally on the binary topic. That we always discuss. Yeah,
0: very much on the binary topic. Yeah. Or the, um... No, I guess that is binary. It's not really something. This is going to be
1: the first time, I believe, where we're going to have a throne room... Sorry, <laughs> I'm playing with the dark Yeah, server. stop playing with the dark server. You're going <laughs> to turn it on. Okay, okay, it's going to okay. be loud. This is the first time we're going to have in our throne room <laughs> series like a like a binary in throne rooms. Between throne rooms. I, believe, I don't believe we've had that.
0: Yeah, not really. Yeah. I mean, other than...
1: In their architecture.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess mm. so. Um... But anyway, stay tuned. I think, I think I was talking about like how the Art Nouveau yeah. movement itself was a, was the response to the you know industrialization mm-hmm. age. Yeah. So literally, that's what it was. So he just took that and applied it to Star Wars, which is yeah, it's dope. Obviously, a good idea. True, because it's beautiful. Indeed. Um, but the the um throne room itself. I again, I have this really cool book called Star Wars Locations. Oh yeah, complete locations. It's an excellent resource. Like I it's use basically
1: it basically an encyclopedia for everything geographical about Star Wars. architectural geographical.
0: The only thing that irritates me though is that, um, the Royal Palace of Naboo's throne oh, yeah. room is not in here. What the heck is up with that? Don't man? know. Not cool. They man.
1: must have forgotten about it. Made me mad because mm-hmm. I thought
0: for sure it would be, but it wasn't. Tough. Um. But okay, so the whole community obviously is are these big bubbles, and it looks very beautiful. Indeed, and I read somewhere that they wanted it to look like a chandelier. Like mission accomplished.
1: Ah, very yes, <laughs> mission a- indeed accomplished with this
0: beautiful glowing light. You know, oh, yeah, that's and perfect. Then I found out that the whole backstory of the beautiful glowing light is actually a byproduct of. A bacteria or something that they use for their power source. Oh Again, that's in universe lore. Sorry, yeah. I'm crossing my streams here, but <laughs> true. <a> um, little. <laughs> this is this is the development and concept phase that we're talking about. Okay. But, um Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? I forget now.
1: No, oh, I don't remember. Talking about the book locations. We're gonna get oh, into right, a, right, right.
0: Yeah. Um. But you know what? Let's talk about that when we get to, um, in universe lore anyway. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you're curious and you want to Google some Art Nouveau artists and really Muka. see like, oh yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what they were going for and it was perfectly executed. Yeah. Again, um, uh, Muka, Muka and Horta, the architecture. Horta, you mean? Hmm? Isn't it a Horta? No, it's Horta. Oh, H-O-R-T-A. Horta. okay. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. Um, and then another artist, another actual, I think, architect, um, Hector Guimard, G-U-I-M-A-R-D.
1: Oh.
0: Um, I had actually never heard of him, but.
1: Yeah, I never heard of that.
0: Um, very cool stuff also from him. Okay. Cool. Um, so, okay, let's move on to your lore, I art. Yes, art. Yeah. I love that topic. Anyway. The Inverter in Universal Lore, I'm going to start with saying this is this is a high council room. It is not called a throne room, even though right. we can tell that Boss Nass knows he's in charge. Oh, yeah.
1: Of course, man. Of course. The other, never... the other four guys surrounding him don't even talk. They're just like...
0: No, they don't. Or girl. We don't even know. Are they guys or oh. the girls? We don't even know. I guess we don't. Because they literally don't speak. True. Um, But anyway, it's... There's, there's this staircase down mm-hmm. to the platform where you would stand in front of this council and speak. So they are definitely elevated up above whoever is coming in there to speak to them, Indeed. which automatically gives a sense of, oh, well, we think a lot of ourselves, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cause,
1: I mean, he's boss ass.
0: Because when you think about the Jedi Council, it's not like that. It's in the round, just like this is. It's yeah. an in-the-round situation, but everybody's on the same level. True. Nobody's looking down at anybody else. That's a good point. It's meant to give that feeling of these guys just think they're...
1: Intimidation. They're just judging of... everybody. Right, like, right, right, it's...
0: <laughs> and clearly they do. Like, they're oh, like, yeah, Jar Jar, you suck. Get out <laughs> of here. Yeah. Um, And it's called... According to this Complete Locations book, it's literally called a supplication platform where they stand to talk oh. to the to the council. What? I know. Really? Yeah, really.
1: What the heck? I know. Okay.
0: So, yeah, there's a staircase down and then there's staircases up to the platform where the council sits. Okay. And I really don't really have any other in-universe lore other than That's to it? say, like... oh. Like I was saying before, this glow is emitted because they use or they use all organic materials to create this community.
1: Is that what? Is that the lore?
0: It's yeah. It's like all from organic. There's oh, the roots of wow. trees that have a special property that there's the whole plasma thing with the g- being able to keep the water out. In it and, out, yeah. It's and kind that of membrane a, being you know transversible. You
1: know that the, you know that there is like a huge visual connotation to like a cell
0: yes it's very much
1: so like a a, like an animal cell and how there's like a phospholipid bilayer that allows things from the outside to pass through Mm -hmm. and out through vacuoles or um lysosomes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um
0: it's all organic like that's the whole point of it there
1: and there's kind of nuclear like you can look at these pictures man and tell me that that does not look like it has like organelles inside of it and stuff Mm -hmm. i just realized that just but done in that. such a
0: beautiful artistic I just turn it on way. <laughs> okay, so. Am I gonna have to mom out right no. now and take the toy away from you Please. because you can't stop messing with it? I like holding it? it. Just don't turn it on though.
1: Okay, I'm sorry, okay. but 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 like <laughs> seriously, I'm not. I think that's an interesting observation, definitely.
0: And interesting that you should say that. Oh. Because, but again, I, I'm sure that is a reference to 100% organic. Stop looking at my paper. I'm going to beat you. I
1: wasn't reading it. I was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry.
0: You are acting like six year old Colin right now stop, so hard. Dude. You won't stop playing with the paper or the toy. You won't stop looking at my paper. Stop it, man. <clears throat> but the fact that you said it's very cellular yeah, looking. cellular. And, you know, that lends to the 100% organic. Like, even their technology is organic. Yeah. I am sorry, but here we go.
1: Uh, <laughs> I thought we weren't going to do this anymore, man.
0: Odagunga is a woman. No. And here's why. <laughs> here's how I know Odagunga is a woman. Oh, man. Um.
1: Yeah, this is when people turn it off.
0: <laughs> first of all the watery environment
1: okay so what water's feminine
0: well womb-like fluid floating okay
1: it's a sphere
0: <laughs> it's a sphere it's a sphere what else is a sphere d- ish egg cells egg i mean cells. dude
1: but dude d- man. D- 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 d-
0: d- just Ugh. hang on my- let me make my case
1: Oh, this is going to be gross.
0: A little bit. Oh, It
1: better not have to do with what I think it does have to do with. It you better know, not.
0: I called your attention to this. This movie's PG. <clears throat> I'm going to phrase it in a way that's PG. But I called your attention to this the other day because I wanted to warn you that this was going to come up. Don't say
1: it. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. First man. of all,
0: let me let me say the the one thing that I think is probably undeniable. If you look at the the council members' seats,
1: okay, this I agree with.
0: Behind each of them is a very ornate, very beautiful, like um. Oh, it's behind structure. Them. Of... I thought you were talking about the things that were like <clears throat> dipping below. I each will of them. in a minute. Oh, oh, okay. But the things that are behind them, um, they are sort of teardrop shaped in nature. Right. But, you know. A uterus, if you flip it upside down and put the narrow part at the bottom instead of at the top, it looks very uterus-like. And there are two little, I guess, ornate little swirly things in the right position (laughs) to possibly visually represent ovaries.
1: Possibly.
0: But here's the clincher, though. And now you can just check out if you don't want to listen to this. No, they, they've
1: already checked that. Me?
0: <laughs> you. Uh,
1: I can't check out because I'm recording.
0: In front of each council member, if you look at... There's this little thing that hangs down in front of each council member over the edge of the platform where they're sitting. hmm And it's, it's super Yannick-looking. Like, I... Uh, it's super female wo- woman part.
1: What does yonic mean? Is that what that means? Yonic means oh. what you think it means. Oh, okay, okay. What I'm trying well, not. Okay. You know. Okay. I didn't know that was a word. Honestly, it
0: is. It's it just re- it just refers to uh, woman parts. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. And it's used in a lot of art. <clears throat> it's the op. It's the it's the um, female version of phallic. You know uh,
1: what? Oh, like oh yeah, okay, okay, cool. I don't so, know. How I didn't know that. Idiot.
0: I, I don't know. Probably because I'm just not running around throwing these words at you. Well, your you're mother. running
1: around throwing a lot of other words <laughs> that a lot of people would know. So
0: But I'm just yuck. saying the next time you want to watch the Phantom Menace, pay particular attention to the High Council room and and the pretty ornate thing behind them. Mentally flip that upside down and tell me that doesn't look like a uterus and ovaries i won't believe you and then pay particular attention to this little um interesting metal work that's in front of them that's hanging out over the the platform where they sit and tell me that this was all by accident like i, I thought just you don't were, think
1: so i thought you were going in a different direction with it
0: oh no can I, I explain what... the direction? No, not if it's No, weird. please, plan,
1: please. You Okay, well, it's because you said that they look like obviously eggs, right? Yeah. With spheres. Well, I was going to say, you know, how, like, people enter them by, like, passing through. Yes. So. Fertilization? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. But also, like you said. Like, because that's... if you say that, you have
1: to agree with that. <laughs> I, do...
0: I would totally buy that. Okay. Um. And just, but especially what you said, it's, it's very cellular and it is very cellular. It's a, it's a membrane that.
1: I did not think of it as being a female sex cell though. I thought of it as just being a regular cell.
0: Well, I didn't really either until I noticed those things hanging down over the, and I was like, wait, (laughs) hang on a minute. Yeah. I feel you. It's like that moment when you notice. Those thing, those very similar things in on the Ball of Geonosis. Mm-hmm. And oh, then but once dude, you, that's way more obvious. Once man. you see it, you can't unsee it. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, we're talking about <laughs> we're, we're talking, talking about. about a binary again. We're talking about yeah. feminine, masculine, and I would argue that the royal palace throne room, mm-hmm. uh, the queen's throne room, oh, is phallic. kind of phallic, and it's. Okay. Marbleness and respect. hardness and respect, respect. big columns. Okay, things like that. Fair. Okay. Anyways, okay.
1: Let's move on before we get TOS. Is
0: there an actual <laughs> throne in this throne room?
1: Kinda. Oh, is it time? Yeah. <gasps> editorial time, or not editorial time? Ranking time.
0: Yeah, but is there? Oh. Would yes. Do you call this an actual throne room? No. I personally do.
1: It's a count.
0: It's a. It's a. It's a. <laughs> He's in charge, though. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, but... Boss so is,
0: like is in charge. You don't even hear those other guys So speak. is Jabba. Yeah, we call that a throne room. Did we? Of course we did. I don't they think call you call it a thorn- throne room. It's called in the book, literally, oh. a throne room. So, yes.
1: Okay, well...
0: But there wasn't a chair. He I'm not chair. calling
1: it a throne room. You can put no for me, chief.
0: Well, the question is, is there an actual chair? And I'm saying yes. There
1: I is. thought he, like, sits on the ground. Like, it's he sits a little.
0: On... It's a little platform type of a thing. And then they, like, cross their legs up. Underneath yeah. them? There nah, is a thing to a sit a throne, on.
1: That's dude. Come on. Well, I That's see. not a throne.
0: Does it explode? Uh, no. For once, no.
1: Yay!
0: Rate that throne room, Colin.
1: Uh, <laughs> dude, I... It's gonna be above five. I'm telling you right now. It's a cool... Okay, you know what, though? I can't mistake the throne room for the entire structure of the place, though. Because mm-hmm. I love that. I would give that, like, a nine, for sure. Yeah. But the throne room... It's kind of boring, in my opinion. Like kind of, it's on the side of being boring, more like.
0: Even after I just told you, it's a, it's an ovary or it's a uterus or something. Yeah, you're on? probably gonna
1: put it like ten point seven. <laughs> no, like I'm talking maybe. Five point
0: five. Okay, not worth my time. Five
1: point five. I'm sure I'll change it a few times by the end of this.
0: Um, I'm gonna give it just because i like i said i'm a, i'm a sucker for art nouveau 6.5 i'm going to give it a solid 6 oh i would give it higher mm. but like you said um
1: it's like not
0: it's cool. m- it's it is it's beautiful the
1: the surrounding is beautiful well
0: yeah the whole thing the is macro. beautiful that's what i'm saying yeah. i would give it higher if it was like um
1: like, if it was an entire sphere, like, if he had one whole sphere and it was his throne room and it was, like, a huge throne room, like, a long one, like, wide, Yeah, that would be cool. <clears throat> but it's, it's, a, see, little more it's a very claustrophobic throne room as well. Like, this, the angles that we get, like, when we see it, it, it doesn't look like a big room. Like, it, it's a really well, small room. Well, no,
0: it's room. not a big room, And but I really That's like boring. that it's in the round. That's cool.
1: In the round?
0: In the round? Like it's a round. Room. Oh, yeah, it's round. It's, that's it's cool. A circular That's, room. that's
1: new. I mean, 55 isn't low.
0: Again, like Art Nouveau. Yeah. Yes, the whole entire place is Art Nouveau, but I don't care. I really
1: like the coloring of it.
0: It's beautiful. Yeah. So I can get him a six. Yeah, it's solid. Okay, moving on. Mm. The Queen's throne room at the Royal Palace in Seed.
1: Thede. Thede. I like Thor's seed.
0: <laughs> this throne room. Um, a Tuffy has a distinction of being the only throne room that was filmed in a real place where you can go there and you can see it.
1: That's pretty exciting.
0: And it was filmed at the Royal Palace of Caserta in Italy, which is an 18th century palace. Oh, it is the largest royal residence in the world.
1: Oh, wow. The arch- really? Yes. The architect
0: Whoa. was Luigi Van Vitelli,
1: mm.
0: who modeled it after Versailles.
1: I totally see that.
0: And it was built for the Bourbon kings of Naples. That's
1: dope, man. Because
0: they clearly wanted to flex.
1: That's, that we were, fi- that was, they were filming in royalty, son. They were filming in ancient history right there. Yeah,
0: and it's really obvious when you it look is. at it. Oh, it totally is. It this feels a real. real. I don't world. even think
1: of it, I've never thought of it as a set. I've never seen that and be like, this is a cool set. I'm always like the lighting in here is weird it's like real i feel like i'm looking at a photograph like when i'm watching that scene Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't feel constructed it doesn't feel like composed in any way it's just like boom this is beautiful
0: yeah Yeah. it's i love that a real place much of naboo they filmed in real locations that you can go visit which is cool
1: and courtyards yeah
0: yeah and it's gorgeous like if you're if you want to do a Star Wars locations tour, like that would be my number one pick.
1: Definitely. I
0: don't want to go to the desert. <laughs> Thank <laughs> or, you.
1: Or, uh, oh, I'm blanking. Sweden? Or, Norway. Or Norway. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, they, they use a real world location.
1: And that's why Naboo feels the most Earth like, if I'm being honest. Yeah. It's the Earth right. planet in this movie, in this series.
0: You're right. Um, they had a lot of different influences on generally for the architecture of Naboo. Like I found a lot of information on that. The would you get the dark out of the face? <laughs> oh. oh
1: my god, dude, it's cool. Um,
0: dude. interestingly, there were just a lot of different influences. I didn't uh, know that. they used um, Frank Lloyd Wright architecture Ooh, the
1: boy. as an influence that's nuts
0: obviously the the throne room um at this palace in italy is neoclassical they ha- it has like your classic columns and domes and like these yeah. what the what really tipped me off this has to be a real world location are those white marble st- uh, sculptures
1: right right immediately
0: right. once i started thinking about it i'm like this has got to be a real place yeah that's a weird like any other art you see in star wars is specifically made to, to look star, star wars-y. warsy yeah and that is l- like it's yeah, true your, your normal neoclassical yeah. marble sculptures that's true so that's like, really what more like classical but that's what tipped me off was the Hey, why is there a white marble statue in the back? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so weird. Actually, now you think about it.
0: So the Marin County Civic Center. Oh. Has and if you again go to that that website I said before about um, Star Wars architecture, they show you a picture of the Marin County oh. Civic Center. This website and, sounds cool. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> that totally looks like Naboo. Like it's that that was the Frank Lloyd Wright. Cool. architecture that they um were influenced by
1: civic center the civic center in chicago is like that's like, like right that. in the,
0: middle of the city this is like right, a, right right the issue with this was or the reason they liked it was that um he w- frank Lloyd wright was told to build you know design this building but that's so make cool. it complement the park environment surrounding it and they used and they actually that's what they did with naboo like if you look at the palace Mm-hmm. It looks like it's built into the side of it the. It does. Or, of the you know natural uh, cliffside. Oh whatever. yeah,
1: totally. You're talking about the one with like that. That's like it looks like King's Landing, the one that's. Yes. King's La- okay. Cool. Yes, cool, cool, cool. Exactly. Because I always forget that that's actually the castle. I keep thinking the big building, is like the big one you see a lot. Yeah. That that's the, but that's the government, building. It's basically yeah. Like I don't Britain, even, Like I'm how there's sure. parliament and then there's like royalty
0: yeah I'm sure like they there's the the throne room is not in this complete locations book but Nabu is or Theed is uh, and it points out like what all these buildings are cool if you want to look that up later you can
1: nice research mom, mom, mom you want the research
0: um, but they were influenced also by the Sultan Sultanahmet Mosque which is otherwise known as the Blue Mosque oh in of Istanbul. course
1: oh yes definitely
0: um... The shape
1: of it? Like, the body of the building and...
0: Yeah. Bruh. Like, a lot of the shapes. Yeah. But, th- again, like, another... The rotundness of it? Another cool thing about, like, the whole, um, same but different between Odagunga and Theed... Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Are these domed mm-hmm. tops.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, if you look at Feed in a couple of the shots where, really, you just see a lot of these domed tops... Mm-hmm. That are look, kind of
1: sprawled, not very even. They look bubbly.
0: They look like blue bubbles. And then you look at Otagunga, it's like very similar in a couple of shots. True. So it's like you've got this 100% organic community of bubbles. Right. Versus Naboo and Thede, which, yes, they actually, they both contrast with the Separatists and how 100% technological yeah but the naboo do embrace technology but they also try to
1: like humanistically
0: yeah they try to they try to seamlessly integrate it with Art. the, natural, the world natural world as yeah. well for sure but that's still a contrast between Odagunga and theed in that again like they're 100 organic in Odagunga and in they're they try they they try to work with the with nature and organics but they still embrace right some technology right and so just talking about the throne rooms again like the art nouveau style of the high council room as opposed to the throne room in the palace which is hard marble right columns you know it's very um Huge tall ceilings, like you were saying, mm-hmm. it was yeah, a little bit claustrophobic, yeah, in Odaganga, Whereas this is like the room is all big, wide open, yeah. huge tall ceiling. Just it kind of looks ridiculous, like they have four or five chairs sitting there <laughs> in this giant, you know, room where you could pack a hundred million people in there. It was right. just, but there's no, it's just her and um her council and some handmaidens and that's <laughs>
1: true the handmaidens
0: um and you were talking about how there's that big soaring window behind the throne so that yeah. the whole place gets bathed in this again natural light, light
1: yeah it's backlit though
0: it's natural light mm-hmm. um you know interesting interesting contrast between the two different Societies and their uh, specifically their throne rooms and stuff.
1: Well, also, we didn't even really mention arcad, like, st- like, materialistically speaking, the the thede throne room is like I don't know if you've actually touched on this, it's, it's made of rock and like stone and hard material. Yeah, I did. Oh, you already did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's very soft and gelatinous, kind of. With... Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, I didn't remember you said that. Sorry.
0: That's okay. Um, yeah, so they both together contrast against the separatists, who are just obviously obsessed with.
1: That's true. They're cool. They're two different takes, but like, neither of them are bad against the other. They're just kind of like these are two states, and then there's the separatists, which are like bad. Yeah, you know? and they don't interesting.
0: They don't have organic anything. Everything's mechanical droids.
1: Except General Grievous.
0: He's trying to not be organic, though. He's I, just, like, get rid of the organic part of me. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> I love him. He's a very... he. I'm sorry, I see a lot of people saying he's so overrated. I'm like, <gasps> let me Bro. sit you down and tell you how you're wrong about that.
1: Oh, he's literally the coolest character ever, man. man. Yeah. Sorry, we're off topic.
0: Maybe we'll have to talk do a... <gasps> why you're wrong in thinking that General Grievous sucks. Why General
1: Grievous is better than Boba Fett. Okay. <laughs> Watch yourself. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Um. Okay. So this is kind of funny that in universe lore time, I had totally forgotten that Queen Amidala has a to-go throne room on her <laughs> ship. Oh, yeah. Totally had forgotten about it. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Until I was flipping through Phantom Menace. I'm like, oh, my God she had a bonus throne room on her
1: ship
0: (laughs) and there's not really much to talk about that. It's, it's, you know, it's pretty white. I mean, (laughs) it's pretty boring. It's on a
1: ship. It's yeah. It's a pocket throne room. There's nothing really cool. It's a pocket
0: throne. I just had to throw it in there. Like, Hey, I'm not forgetting about her to go throne room. Right. It's, it exists. Um, okay. So in universe wise, this was kind of interesting and I think I got this off of Wikipedia that around the year 832 BBY Theed was founded by a group of colonists fleeing a revolution on their homeworld, mm. And the palace, which became the seat of power of the Nabooian monarchy, was built pretty shortly. After that, it had many rooms designed to host important court occasions, such as meeting dinners. <laughs> um, and a throne room was built at the center of the palace where the sovereign would meet her body of ministers, the Royal Advisory Council, and welcome foreign leaders. Additionally, the coronation ceremonies were held in the throne room, and so were the formal audiences with the Naboo monarch. Which is, you know, nothing super interesting about that. <laughs> <Not> other <really. laughs> than the fact that it's been there for 832 that's, that's years. That's some lore, though, actually. Y.
1: That's cool that there's some, like, real lore about this throne room. I feel like a lot of the other throne rooms, they just talk about how it was built, and that's it. But this is some lore. Yeah. Real lore.
0: Interesting not sure where that lore comes from. I forgot to look at the footnotes, but I'm going to assume maybe it's from um, the Complete Locations book or uh, maybe some of this comes from the two uh, Padme novels that are, sometimes they drop little bits of history. Yeah, they often do But Anyway, and you definitely, definitely wanted me to mention that in her throne, there is a secret compartment in yeah. the armrest. Yeah, 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 Where yeah, yeah. her blaster is.
1: Yo! it's <laughs> the coolest thing.
0: Who else has a secret compartment for his weapon?
1: Not a, not a person. Palps. Oh. Oh, you're right. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, I'm an idiot.
0: So, what the... Oh, and let's talk about the weirdness. Okay, can we talk about the weirdness? Can we get to the editorial part where I can be like, what is happening?
1: You're running the show man. <laughs> you take it, you take us there when you would want, when you'd like to.
0: Okay. So these are just this is editorial because this is just stuff coming off the top of my head. But I do find it interesting that this is a it, it, it's a weird throne room because you have her throne. And then there's a big old desk in front of her. Like, she's at work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I Weird. like that. I think it's cool, man. I it's think that's cool. C-
0: it's cool, but it's also like, huh. Never seen that before, really. Other, I guess. Other than, are we drawing another comparison Palp's to office? Palp's, Palp's office? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Don't know. Couldn't find any real information on that. But... I wouldn't
1: like being exposed while sitting on the throne. I think with a desk in front of me, that would be cool.
0: Maybe. And there's no. Then you can just like,
1: like yo, pull out from under the table like a gun. Someone's yeah. trying to mess with you. Which the throne's not up
0: on a platform at all. It's literally just sitting on the floor.
1: Yeah, well, that room is real, right? Like the the, the furniture in there.
0: Yeah, not the so. furniture that was designed, but okay, okay. The room itself is the real place. The,
1: the throne and the oh, obviously the throne, but the table.
0: No, they made that. Okay. Um, like all the chairs, all the little. Oh, of course, all the those chairs. Cute chairs that the handmaidens sit on with the flowers embroidered yeah. those are pretty I like those yeah that's cool um those but anyway rad. it's interesting that she's not up on a a, a platform at all whereas you know because when we do see that it's always like whoever's sitting on that throne is kind of a douche because they just want to be up above everybody else of course yeah <laughs> um, whereas she's a dim... Demo- she she's a dim democratically elected queen she is the queen mm-hmm. of the people yeah she she's, a beast. A, she's, she's the of, beast she's of the people she is on the ground with everybody else which is interesting
1: About the meat cake, <laughs>
0: the meat cake. <laughs> um i really like the back of her chair
1: yeah her back the back of the chair is cool it the is, shape of the chair itself is cool
0: it is circular mm-hmm. it is upholstered yeah in fabric very fancy um her particular like pet Queen Amidala's is like this brown it's like a rusty colored brown fabric mm-hmm. which really actually might have just been a color choice because the marble in that room has reds and browns in it and she has a red gown on obviously like her mm-hmm. her oh yeah the coloring is like Yuck. red dress so they might just have made that brown just to have that color look nice.
1: It's cool how iconic that costume became by the way
0: that costume.
1: With the orange lights at the bottom? God.
0: I just read somewhere. Oh? That the the costume with that one, you know, with the lights at the bottom. Yeah. Cost oh, no. $60,000.
1: Oh, 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 dude. How is that
0: possible?
1: That's crazy, man. Holy. That's a
0: topic for another day. <laughs> but dude. how does one costume cost $60,000?
1: I mean, that must have been some like real good fabric. Must be.
0: I understand it's handmade. I understand that's many hours of work for many people. 60,000. Like 60,000. Many cars.
1: <laughs> Dude, Dang. that's crazy budget to pay for a dress? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> All right, back to Throne Rooms. Um, so again, we've mentioned this neoclassical style marble, hard, shiny, straight lines, Wait, columns, but still natural. Yeah. Light marble is rock; it's just polished and pretty. It's still a natural environment. It's
1: like it's like a complex of like controlled nature. Like like the nature here is under. Like we have felt, we have formed it, we have shaped it. This room is like na- natural, but it's also like human.
0: We've made it into our style.
1: Yeah, like this has been forced into in, like into our perspective of so, art and stuff. I really—it's cool. almost like the throne room itself is sculpted.
0: Well, it is for sure. Yeah. Anyway.
1: But I was gonna say we should do a series like contrast. throne rooms, but for Padme's... Costumes. Oh God,
0: I could talk about Padme's costumes right. <laughs> for and have.
1: Yeah, we have here,
0: I believe. Spent four hours in that exhibit. Yeah. Um, buddy. Okay. That's yeah, cool. So, can I just ask? Have you ever noticed on her desk <sighs> there is a wooden plate with two <laughs> crystal balls on it?
1: No, I did not notice until you said last time we saw it.
0: There is a wooden plate with two crystal balls on it sitting right in front of her
1: and we all know whose balls i'm sorry i'm sorry i should have said that i'm sorry i should have said that i'm t-o-s-t-o-s-t-o-s i am I know
0: i am sure that this was a (laughs) either a random choice
1: dude it had to have been man
0: or it is a commentary on the two the binariness of it all Mm,
1: yeah that's possible that is
0: possible but they are the same the two balls are identical like they're the same size the same color i
1: think if one was black and one was white that would be cool but they were the same color
0: uh they're the the same color they're like crystal like they look crystal but they look natural like they don't look like they've been carved or anything it just looks like anyway things you notice (laughs) yeah Hashtag things you notice when you're looking at every single freaking detail about a throne room. Yeah, man. That (laughs) day has a plate with two balls on it.
1: That's cool. It's not even hard to see. No. It's in the shot. It's right
0: there. (laughs) And then she has two um, sculptures on either side of that big desk. Right. And um, I'm going to mention in a minute when we get to Queen Jamilia's throne Mm -hmm, room, mm -hmm. all of that is different.
1: What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know the, st- the statues weren't there. The balls are gone. Dang, she made it her own.
0: <laughs> she did. The balls are gone, and then the two um, pieces of art on either side of the desk are different.
1: That's some throne room renovation.
0: Yeah. I mean, she we'll ha- get to She's it in having a minute.
1: some... She's partying.
0: Um. So, okay, this is obvious. Isn't there an actual throne? Yes. Yeah. Does it explode? No. No. Colin? Hmm. Rate that throne room.
1: Okay. What did I give the last one? Five point five. Yes. Can I change that to six? Change oh, this. I'm kidding. Okay. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Okay. Um, I would say. Cause I like this throne room. I like how easy it is to understand this throne room. Like, like that. Like it's all offered right there. It's just business. Like it's business throne room. You know, and it's also a flex. It's like totally flex.
0: You understand the culture of Naboo, yeah? In immediately. That throne.
1: yes, exactly. So I, so that's important, and I like. I don't know, like the architecture of that room is cool, man. Like it, it's, I know it's not, it's an actual building and that's an actual room, so like that's cheating a little bit, but like respect. I, I would say seven. Okay. Seven point five. Yeah, Um, it's a really cool throne.
0: I'm going to give it an eight.
1: Okay, why do you always you always rank higher than me every single time? Not always. Not always. Yes, always. But
0: here's the thing: like, this is, um, a legitimate monarch Mm -hmm. sitting on a throne.
1: I mean, it's cool. It's a queen too. By the way... And it's Padme. Mm-hmm. It's always a king. It's always, like, the, a male. Like, yeah. all the time. This, Just, I didn't even think about that.
0: The <laughs> entire concept of the democratically chosen f- woman... Female. Queen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Usually a teenager, like, of all things. Yeah, right. This is such a radical idea that True. he came up with.
1: True. Socially speaking.
0: Um... I remember being so confused by it. When I, I first I still saw am. <laughs> the Phantom Menace, I was like,
1: why is there a kid?
0: <laughs> why are they electing a child?
1: That's very fantasy though. That's it, is. Very fantasy it is. a very fantasy thing.
0: And now this whole lore has been built up around her and her handmaidens and all of this stuff. And I really love all of that. And I know I'm reading into one throne room way too much, but oh. it starts there. Like you meet Queen Amidala for the first time. Sitting on her throne, wearing that red gown, you know, talking to her council, mm-hmm. and it made a huge impression. It did. Oh, like yeah. it was like, like she a beast. <laughs> she a beast. What is happening in this story? Like this is this is weird, and I love it, and it's cool. Okay. So I, then, yeah, your eight makes sense. That it I gets guess. an eight, in my opinion. Now okay. you want to change yours? Now that I've sold no. it. more? Okay. <laughs> I'm not changing them now because you, you guilted me. <laughs> I just I didn't. I just made fun of you. Okay. Um. So that was all in Phantom Menace. In Attack of the Clones, like we mentioned, Ooh. we visit the throne room and feed again when Queen Jamilia is queen.
1: I just spell Jamilia, by the way. Uh, J A M I L L I A. Yeah.
0: Cool. So the only thing really of note here is that again, she has made some changes mm-hmm. the Which is cool. upholstery on the seat back is now you called it black I'm calling it a very dark gray it's
1: like a it's not black. I looked at it again it's not black because her dress is black
0: yes she's wearing a black and white dress so up against it it's not true black yeah. it's more of a dark
1: dark dark gray. dark gray dark gray
0: and then again her costume is black and white mm-hmm. And the balls are gone. She has no one's balls on her desk.
1: (laughs) Kami took them with her!
0: But her two um, tchotchkes on either side of the Mm -hmm. desk are now like these orange little short um, ceramic pots with lids. Oh, really? For whatever reason. I didn't know that. I
1: did not realize that. You can
0: notice if you want to go look. um, (laughs) You're weird. The cool thing about this short little scene is that it's when Padme and Anakin first come back to Naboo and they go and see the queen.
1: That is cool. That's interesting, man. That's so weird. And the
0: fact that she's wearing black and white. hmm And the fact that she's changed the color of her chairs now this dark, dark gray.
1: And you're like, oh.
0: And Anakin happens to be in the room. Oh. Just saying.
1: Yeah. that's I would say that's pretty Subtext relevant. for his. It's definitely subtext. Conflict that he's having. Yeah. Between the light and the dark.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to... to That's it? The Big Daddy. We're not ranking it? Uh, I mean, it's the same dang room. I would have given it an eight. I like the color. You were going to give Queen Jamilias a higher ranking than Padme's? I like
1: the back of the chair better. Fine. (laughs) What? You robbed my opportunity.
0: Fine. You rank it. it I'm leaving it exactly the same. (laughs) I'm it an eight, too. It's no worse and no better.
1: That's a big factor. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Her dress is cool too.
0: Oh, I love her costume, but that, yeah, all the costumes are. What immaculate. is this?
1: What is this? Okay.
0: All right. Palpatine's office. All right. Some would argue, and you tried <laughs> okay. that this does not qualify <laughs> as a throne room.
1: It does. It does. Come on. He treats he, it like a throne room. He That's what matters. You
0: know he thinks of it as a throne. Room. <laughs> yeah. Plus the fact that it is hilarious to me i mean we'll get i guess we'll get to this later god that he's up in there with this red office and then like sith artifacts everywhere and the like how is nobody suspecting (laughs) who he is
1: yeah you're gonna
0: tell me these jedi
1: I mean, clearly they had they have never seen episode six.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. Like,
1: are you not gonna laugh at that joke? You... Come on!
0: Oh, I'm laughing,
1: dude. CDs or tapes.
0: Stop <laughs> it! We're not doing gross jokes. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's talk about the development and production um, of yeah this, this will be interesting. office or throne room, whichever you want to call it.
1: This will be interesting.
0: Um. So early on like early early on back in the original trilogy ralph MacQuarie had (gasps) uh done some paintings of what would become coruscant and it used to be called abaddon but um in the background is an imperial palace Mm -hmm. we think we talked about this yep we've talked um, about this uh return of the jedi yep throne rooms um and um so kind of like We're already like talking about like this is it's a royal kind of a vibe, right? Um, but you know, obviously, it turned into Coruscant and he's the chancellor Mm -hmm. and not the emperor yet. But you know, it's very throny, it is, in my opinion. This was no contest evidence that we should qualify this. I, I listen, I'm gonna give you a hard
1: time. Alright, you don't need to convince me. We're doing this. Okay.
0: Okay, so when they were actually, this is more about just the architecture of Coruscant, but when they were conceptualizing Coruscant for the special edition version of Return of the Jedi um, in 1997 and later in the prequels, uh, Lucas used the Empire State and Chrysler buildings in New York as two reference points. For sure. Um, so the whole planet has this very Art Deco yep. thing going on. Yep. Yep. And I would argue I can totally, I can see that in his office too. Or his, oh yeah. It's,
1: it's definitely futurist.
0: It's, uh, it's futurist. Quite Deco.
1: It's almost I futurist. Say. I would say
0: almost, but
1: I would do it. Sort of Deco. I was thinking about this. Why has there not been, why has cubism not been used
0: it in has? the
1: architecture of Star Wars?
0: What? That's going to be our next episode.
1: Oh, you're right. Yes. Oh, I'm a doofus. I'm a doofus. I should. Like, Why do Guernica, you always Guernica. bring up
0: things that are I, so relevant? I don't know, man. I'm a, put a I'm pin the, in that. I'm on that
1: wavelength. You're, the Guernica reference. Yep. Yeah, of put course. A pin in I'm that. an idiot. Why did I say that?
0: Okay. Spoilers. Spoilers for next episode. Um, yeah. so in the Art of Revenge of the Sith book, it says that it's noted January twenty first. January. Ooh, what did I write? This is weird.
1: Oh boy. Here we go.
0: January. 2003 george lucas asks for modifications to palpatine's antechamber incorporating narrower bench seating (laughs) and two small chairs dude
1: i'd be so mad if i was the dude who's leading that i was like really
0: well really what happens is between attack of the clones and revenge of the sith we get a lot more um, you can see his whole complex a lot more so you find out like there yeah. is that antechamber right right right, right. At the there's other so end many of like, the hallway yeah we don't see that until revenge of the sith so he mm-hmm. wanted to develop this whole complex a lot more okay um but it says because the script contained a few scenes for this area Lucas approved construction of the entire palpatine office and antechamber set on January 24th 2003 and he reveals that it may be here that Annika succumbs to the dark
1: side. Oh. Okay. That's cool. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah.
0: That it was kind of, I mean, I guess that's not late in the game, but it seems like kind of late in the game to be deciding where he was so. going to have that turn, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um. So also in the, speaking of the art that this guy owns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Art in Star Wars. Like, literally, can we do a whole show about the art?
1: Us? In-universe art. (laughs) You mean us? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Can
0: we do in-universe art? Because, honestly, so much cool stuff to talk about. Dude, I am... We got to do music next. This is
1: your series. Okay, fine. I'm coming. The series is coming. Okay, fine. Okay, we can do that, though. I feel like there's... I don't know, man. I don't think there's a lot... I don't think this is that much.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: Like, I notice, and I can't think of anything in the original trilogy very much.
0: Well, the original trilogy, not so much, because they just really didn't have the...
1: Not in the sequel trilogy, either.
0: Um... There might be some. Um, I can think of some things that Kylo has in his room. I guess. Um. Well, anyway... The seri-
1: the television series. Now, those yes. have art that we can look but, at. But,
0: I mean, it makes sense, though, why they wouldn't have any in the original trilogy. Like, they've been in this war forever. Like, they don't have time to worry about art. <laughs> I guess, Or yeah. clothes. There's no time for art. That's or interior mean. design. Right. That's why everything looks, you know, broken down and dirty all the time. Right. Um, but this was like when they all had time to worry about that like it was I guess you're right, yeah. They had some cool stuff. But anyway, okay. So that freeze, that big rectangular scene, oh, yeah. battle scene that you can now literally see and touch. It's at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. At on Doors. Yeah.
1: That's that was cool. amazing. We stood the first time we walked <laughs> was in like, there.
0: <laughs> we stood and looked at that thing for like Five minutes (laughs) before trying to get by us in and out of the store. There are other
1: people looking at it, too. It's so freaking
0: cool. How are you not going to look at that up close?
1: I miss Galaxy's Edge. Anyway,
0: (laughs) in the art of um, Revenge of the Sith, Eric Tiemans, who is the concept design supervisor, said, The idea behind the archaeological freeze in Palpatine's office, Tiemens says, is that it depicts an event. George was very clear about making it a dynamic and somewhat gory scene of Jedi and aliens and warriors fighting each other. <laughs> Richard Miller created the sculpture of this. He's very thoughtful and careful and I worked with him to achieve a modello look. Yeah. The kind of things that students might do, that students might do in a terracotta before doing their final sculpture. Dang. Then we aged it and gave it cracks.
1: Yeah, dude. Yo beast so again i love how i love how how on purpose that decision is you know
0: i love how on purpose every decision is.
1: (sighs) i want to believe a lot of them are on purpose as
0: a detail-oriented person Mm -hmm. it gives me great joy to know that every single everything every surface every color yeah on every table every chair was thought about yeah purposefully designed stylistically
1: like everything was stylistically determined
0: yeah that's cool to me and then george comes in and has his little stamp and either says okay or (laughs) yeah or like someone probably designed six different people probably designed a chair and then he just picks one like Mm -hmm. that's cool it's fascinating to me it's so like it's fascinating to me
1: he's definitely a power monger
0: (laughs) i just think he's so creative and he just that.
1: gets other people to do things for him. Well, he can't possibly do all of <laughs> it I know, I know, dude, I know. Of course not.
0: Anyway, that freeze, again... It is
1: maybe the best thing in <laughs> the prequel trilogy. Your favorite
0: piece of art in all of Star yeah. Wars?
1: Yeah, definitely the movies. Definitely the movies. No question about it. I do really like the mosaic on the ground in Last Jedi, but this is, this is, I like how weird it is. I love how weird it is. And
0: again, you've got Jedi Council members walking past that thing, yeah, day after day after day, and you are telling me that you do not have a second thought about it, Jedi Council.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you, they're apparently
0: pretty stupid. When <laughs> apparently they're very stupid,
1: like, dude. Look at the evidence. Yikes.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. And I'm going to mention these statues, and then when we talk about in-universe lore... Oh, is, I'm it, gonna, the, is it
1: the tall statues?
0: I'm going to talk about them more. But just to mention yeah. that there are four um, large humanoid-looking um, yeah. statues. I like those. That are called the sage, Sages of Duarte. Is that that whole paragraph I'm seeing there? And they are just... stop looking <laughs> I'm kidding. i just... I didn't know there was so
1: much detail on these statues. Holy.
0: Um and they were designed by Gert Stevens concept artist and excellent work my friend. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They are perfectly in universe. Perfect. Perfect. Um
1: they're almost gargoyle-ish. You know what I mean? They they're like
0: And we're going to talk about the uh, they're not in a lot of detail about who those characters actually are, but it's interesting. Okay. But um I also want to talk about obviously the choice of red for his office and how the red guards I'm not even sure how many times I saw that movie before I noticed those red guards standing there Mm -hmm. up against the wall they literally camouflage themselves into the wall it's so cool it's perfect
1: Yep, it is really cool that
0: choice was an obvious one I guess but perfect Mm -hmm. and then the antechamber where you know he's actually got all of his secret Sith dealings going on it's black (laughs) and gray
1: yeah Metallic, shiny metal. And
0: then there's that hallway that connect the two, also circular rooms. Mm-hmm. And that's where that that oh, freezes.
1: By the way, I wanted to draw a comparison when you were talking earlier about the Separatists being like the mechanical. Mm-hmm. The Separatists is interesting. They're they're like dirty mechanical.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you look at the Empire, they're I like my they're like clean noise. mechanical, like shiny. You know. Yeah. There's kind of a difference there. Like, Palpatine's stuff is shiny, and it's metallic. Like, it's yeah, cool it's, that way. I it's don't know. an
0: interesting design difference.
1: Separate the, the Separatists were definitely dirty. They were not clean. The they George would manufactured in a factory. And they didn't dirty. have their ass together at all, obviously.
0: Nah. They got played.
1: Yeah, they did. Anyway, you were reading. I'm sorry. Mr. Palps. Um, <laughs> Mr. Palps.
0: And um, just to mention that the silhouette of his office chair. Mm-hmm. Is the same, basically, silhouette as his throne in the throne room in Return of the Jedi.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, Come, yeah, come on. You gotta come, do that. You do, you do, you do. Um, and so, interestingly, inside of one of those statues, like we were saying, um, Padme had her blaster hidden in her throne. Palps has his hidden inside one of these Sages of Duarte statues. Blaster? Oh, sorry. Lightsaber. No. Oh,
1: okay. okay. Lightsaber.
0: Okay, so let's talk about them. So the in-ver- in-universe lore... I always stumble over saying that. In-universe In lore, lore. About the four sages of Duarte. Their names are, if you ever want to win a Star Wars cont- <laughs> oh, contest... Oh, yeah. Brata Danlos, Faya Rodimos, Sistros Nevet, and Yanjin Zelmar.
1: Wow. Never heard of those names.
0: They were... A group of contentious philosophers and lawgivers from the early days of the Galactic Republic who had great influence on its early constitution. At some point when the Sith dominated the galaxy a number of statues representing the four sages were made, Supreme Chancellor Chief Palpatine kept bronzium statues of the four sages in his office and chambers on the planet Coruscant. And when Palpatine became Galactic Emperor during the aftermath of the Clone Wars, he moved his base of operations to the former Jedi Temple, which he refashioned as the Imperial Palace, and took the statue of Sistros with him. Sistros is the one that actually had the lightsaber hidden inside. He, told he only took one. Apparently. Okay. And your favorite, Masameda. Oh, <laughs> had a statue of Sistros on top of his speaker staff, which I've never noticed. Oh, I might need to uh, oh. look into that. Yeah. Um. Oh, and just a little side note. Supreme Leader Snoke of the First Order wore a gold ring inscribed with glyphs from the four sages of Duarte. What? Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> what? And then it does you mention... just slide that by me.
0: You know, well, you know, the what? ring it has the piece of uh, black stuff yeah. from.
1: Oh, we should have known. <laughs> from this we should have known. I Dang suppose. It. That's a deep cut.
0: Um, and then it does say statuettes of the Four Sages of Dwarf. He can be found in Doc Ondor's Den of Antiquities, one of the many stores in Black Spire Outpost, on Batu. You can own your very own Sistros <laughs>
1: if you want to. Honestly? That would be kind of, kind of want to, I know (laughs) I do kind of want
0: to. Um, so a little bit about Sistros, since that seems to be the one he loves the most. Yeah, let's
1: do this. I like that name.
0: There is a quote. Um, I should have written down what book this is from, but I did not. But, um, at some point, Emperor Palpatine says about his statue of Sistros. Sistros, one of the four ancient philosophers of Duarte. I keep it for sentimental value.
1: What <laughs>
0: but I'm um, I'm a little curious whether we might find out more about these sages in the um, high Republic. Oh <gasps> content
1: yeah th- dude okay this is something So I-, I really think this high Republic thing is going to be a very cool take on like it's gonna ins- it's gonna be like it's gonna emulate sorry Greek like ancient Greek society.
0: That'd be very cool.
1: And if so, I mean we know like the huge philosophers back then. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. That would be a perfect you would be opportunity. So happy. I would be <laughs> so happy.
0: You would be so fed. <sighs> and that would just only play into your philosophy series which boys is never going to happen yes it is
1: man (laughs) listen listen I okay I'm probably going to do research Uh, I okay. I have to find my sources again and I have to read them through again because it is complicated stuff and it's been a minute
0: it It has been a minute
1: but every single I can't stress it I can't stress this enough y'all every time I read a line I would read a single line at a time and I'd be like "Oh, okay that's exactly what Star Wars is about that's exactly what Star Wars I called you all the time
0: Right? yes you did i was like yes. mom
1: <laughs> mom did you know this
0: yeah i oh, did
1: i gotta get into it man
0: um so just a tiny little bit of information more about yeah, you can continue. sistros Nevit. there's not much okay but um again one of one of the four sages of duarte an ancient ancient law givers from the dawn of the galactic republic sistros Specifically, was involved in the formation of the Republic's original constitution. Uh, Chief Palpatine admired this historical philosopher throughout his political career. Are um, oh, we gonna see
1: young Palpatine in this?
0: No, it's hundreds of years before. Yeah, but no, no, no. He doesn't Yoda, like, use
1: the Force to, yeah, right.
0: You I mean, I've they've already released like art of Yoda (laughs) looking spry and a little sassy (laughs) Um, so anyway there's just again these are there's not a lot of um, lore about these statues other than that something's up because he thought they were nifty and if he thought they were nifty then there must have been like
1: they must have some dark voodoo
0: perhaps dabbling in Sith the Doc Ots. And the Doc Ots. Um, okay, so editorially about Palpatine's office.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, you
1: kind of already said it, looks like. Yeah, the Red Guards. <laughs> I'll, Ooh, take a, me. I'll
0: take a Red Guard in any way, shape, or form. I can take one. Get one. Um, and again, the Red and Black Artifacts. Seriously, how did no one suspect him of being a Sith Lord? <laughs> um, and if we want to compare and contrast his office to the royal palace throne room
1: of oh, much comparisons there, there are similarities there. there's a window behind him
0: there is a window behind him but it is not vertical and soaring into the air mm. it is long
1: it's long and horizontal
0: and horizontal and I did remember I do remember reading in one of these books where it was like we knew we wanted to put a window behind him but it had to be uh it had to structurally make sense that they were going to damage it during the fight mm-hmm. and that it had to be big enough so that mace would fall out of it. Basically. Oh, big guy. So that was like probably part of why it That's was tough. designed the way it was. <laughs> but again, it's like we have similar, but contrasting windows behind similar desk style chairs, uh-huh. and de- you know, a chair and a desk. Yeah. His, however, not flat. No. On the ground, there are stairs that lead up to that little. Have I even said the word dais yet? You haven't.
1: Actually, <gasps> I noticed earlier.
0: If we want to call it a dais, you can call that it dais an office. Yeah. Um. It is in the round. Indeed. Rather than, the way the um pad or, the queen's throne room is not. Right. It's you know basically a square. For sure. Um. Yeah, that's cool. What else?
1: That. Um,
0: and They're very similar. Like, if you look nah, at them. They
1: kind of They are. have
0: their desks. They have their chairs where their people sit.
1: True. There, Yes, there are, like, uh, like, visitor chairs.
0: Mm-hmm. That's they have, true. like, flanking guards mm-hmm. at the back of the room. Mm-hmm. Always, when you look. True. So, it's interesting. Social they're both definitely. from Naboo. Like, they're both... Yeah. The kind of two sides... Of the same coin, the dark and the light.
1: Interesting.
0: And um, young, old, like yeah, they're very. It's almost like. That's true. They want you to notice, like.
1: Maybe that's what the balls on her desk represented.
0: Maybe they're his balls.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> no, they're definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely. <in> <laughs> no, I'm saying metaphorically, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like that could be a plant.
0: Yeah, and oh my god, the day that I think it was Marie Clara Gould the day that she showed me the similarities between Padme's red ceremonial gown mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and Palps' outfit, like with that same like placard stole thing around his neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like Dude's Ooh. weird. Dude's
1: a weird dude is a weird homie. Ew. Yeah, Ooh. he's weird. He's weird like that. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like him, but I love him. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Any any other editorial commentary about?
1: I don't think so. I'm ready to rank.
0: Well, is there an actual chair? Oh, yes. yes, and it looks exactly like his other throne chair. It does, cool. yeah, except it cool. for not in color, right. different color. Yeah. Does it explode? Not that I know of.
1: Uh, <laughs> well,
0: I it, guess it doesn't. That is, you know what? I never really reckoned. I didn't know that he moved from this office after he like after Order sixty six and everything. And that he moved to where the Jedi. Yeah. That was his new office. Tough.
1: <laughs> he's he's I he's see strutting his stuff, dog. Pictures. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Of that office, right? Someone just create that for me, would <laughs> you? Yeah, out of man. your imagination.
1: That would be weird.
0: Um, okay. Rate that throne room oh, slash yeah. office.
1: <laughs> rate that office.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> not quite as catchy. It's not. Um, Am I going to have to make buttons that say rate that throne room?
1: I'm pretty sure people would cop. Oh, shit! I would cop.
0: That reminds me. Dang can it. We, can we wait for a second? Hold There's on. a sale, though. I was going to have buttons made this week.
1: Okay, hold okay. on. Uh, I'm trying to think about my rank, so I don't need to change it again. Sorry. is cool
0: you're gonna bend that and i'm gonna be angry i'm not putting like force on it okay
1: uh it's cool it's cool by the definition of the word cool it is cool
0: it's, it's very it's cool.
1: cool you know but it's not like it's pretty palpsy. i like how palpsy it is super palpsy. i might even say it's more palpsy than his actual throne room.
0: actually it's sheavy
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah,
0: Sheevy, whereas yeah. the throne totally. is palpsey.
1: Totally, That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's true, but it is. It is,
1: dude. <laughs> well, Sheeve, you have that V that, the V.
0: Sheevy. He's cool. And it's very stylish. So like,
1: stylish, dude. It's clean. It's very clean. Swanky. It's very clean. It's not as metallic, and it's not as uh, mechanical as his in no. Return of the Jedi. So, and I kind of like that. I don't mm-hmm. like throne rooms that are very mechanical. Also, we didn't even talk about the connection between his room and the last Jedi throne room.
0: Oh shoot, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't have that in Did my you... notes, so I totally forgot about you it. You didn't write that in your notes? I forgot. Oh, Go ahead and talk that's about a it.
1: Big one. Well I don't do I need to talk about it. I mean No, you do.
0: It's very, very uh, yeah.
1: Well the color okay, so like Snoke's throne room, the gun smoke metal color that you see all around the room. Mm-hmm. That color is the same color as the metal in his room, like actually
0: the antechamber though, like the secret room.
1: And in his room, and in every every room, like when there's metal I in the shot, true. it's kind of that color, and the, of the red. But obviously. the red, obviously, the red is a different shade. The red is definitely more muted, and like definitely in in Palps's in Chief's yeah. room, but. Obviously the whole drapery of red just like covering your vision and that's all you see red mm-hmm. like the anger you get when you look at that color passion. like passion exactly like that like that is like obvious that has to be right like that has to be
0: Well what something. sold me was that shot in Revenge of the Sith I think it is Oh yeah you're going to have to remind um, me Um Palps and Anakin are walking out of the office room like the you know his mm, real yeah. office and you notice immediately all the red the symmetry is what got me ah yes it's so symmetrical it is it is that i immediately was like oh wow that is a concept that maybe ryan johnson wasn't thinking about but it has the same effect like order mm, uh, order exactly precision yeah.
1: mhm mhm insanity
0: crisp like clean yeah
1: yeah uh, it's clearly there's clearly there's some there's some visual tropes there man like you cannot deny
0: because his his throne room in the death star too is also very symmetrical, but you don't get the it's same effect.
1: Way effects. more mechanical and less regal. Yeah, it's don't... not regal at all. No. It's very like, I am the machine. Yeah. I am I am O'Brien. Like I am the dude who knows everything and you are a puny pipsqueak. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Sheev is just trying to like he's swooning. That's what his whole deal is. He's getting to power by swooning everybody and making everybody think he's a good guy. You know? Mm-hmm. By the by the time episode six is happening, he's like evil. He's like right. disgusting. By the time episode nine's happening, it's like even worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I just yeah, I, I wanted to draw a connection. I thought you were going to I
0: totally forgot. I didn't have it written down. Because of
1: that though, that gives points to it because it's cool that like there's such similarity That's there. Fair. And I believe I gave that a nine. The last room. Oh, I, I don't remember. I I think I give it a nine. I'm gonna give this an eight. Okay. Like a solid eight.
0: Um...
1: It's very good.
0: Same. (gasps) Eight.
1: We've never matched.
0: I think we have once. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. I swear to God we did once. No, we didn't. Maybe you changed it and then we didn't match anymore. Uh, Yeah, I
1: I (laughs) mean, Actually, I think it was 8 and 8 and then I changed it to (laughs) 8.5. So.
0: Okay. That's exciting. All right, boys. there we have the Throne Rooms of the prequel trilogy. As many as I could All three um, trilogies we've covered, man. We've covered all three trilogies. The next and final installment <gasps> of star wars throne rooms that's sad might other than snokes might be my favorite oh we're gonna cover the clone wars television show and we're gonna cover rebels okay and there are some hum, hum dingers <laughs> that i cannot wait to talk about and think yep. about and ask my friends to help me figure out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. doing that. Like, do you <laughs> have this book? Do you have that book? Please tell <laughs> me you have this book. I need this book. That's fun, though. Um, That's I gotta be fun. And you know what's funny? Like, the only book I have thus far not been able to f- find someone that has it, that was mm-hmm. a terrible sentence, but you know what I mean, Yeah, that um, rough is groundwork. the Art of the Clone Wars book, ah. which dang it, that sucks, because we yeah. are coming up on having to look at those throne rooms, and I have zero references. Well, I feel like we can
1: just talk about it, man.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like 5% um development,
1: yeah, concept barely. art. Yeah.
0: And like lots of lore. 20 Solid 25% lore. lore. Yeah. But mostly editorial where we're just talking out of our butts <laughs> about what we think things mean and why we think things are there.
1: Well, I think that's pretty balanced because, like, I don't know. So, which which of these trilogies do you think you've done the most research for? I would say the original trilogy.
0: I did the, probably the that most... That was the longest episode. That took me the longest to put together, but honestly, because there was so much reference material. Like, there was almost too much that mm-hmm. I, I had to sift through all of it to find, you know, decide what I was going to put in and what I was going to yeah. cut. Mm-hmm. So, that really actually took the longest, but... um. Well, that's yeah. all I'm asking. Yeah, one that took one the took longest. the longest. We'll see how um, Rebels and Clone Wars goes. If I have, if we like, I'm going to be doing a lot of watching the shows.
1: Okay. And yeah. just
0: staring at them, <laughs> pausing the screen, waiting for things to jump out at me and hit me in the face and be like, "Oh my god, I never noticed that before." Right. That'll be fun.
1: That will be cool. Yeah. But anyway. Y'all got listen. Y'all got something to look forward to.
0: The final, the final in the series Yeah. up. Don't so know when that's that going to happen. Four of them. That's I know. such a bad number, dude. And you, I don't think so. And you were like, "There's no way we're going to find <laughs> enough stuff to do four episodes." I'm like, "Oh, baby."
1: Well, I knew the original trilogy. Baby was puppy. Be, I knew the original trilogy <laughs> was going to be easy to find research on, but yeah. I really did not think there would be anything on the prequels. I'm very surprised if we had two hours of material. Here. I
0: actually thought there would be way more, because mm. it seems like that. That process of making that trilogy was so well documented, right? But apparently, I'm the um, one of the only people on Earth that really thinks this topic is of interest. <laughs> what? No one said anything to you about how they. No, Find I'm this just stuff saying. I'm I'm just saying when they did five-hour documentaries on the making of, mm-hmm. they just kind of skipped over <laughs> Throne Rooms for some mm-hmm. reason. Tough. A little bit. That's, that's pretty not, rude event. That's not entirely true. Like. The Art of um, R- uh, Revenge of the Sith had had some good stuff in it, and then you know who
1: cares? You know who cares about our series? The
0: Art of TPM had plenty. I just oh. don't own that book.
1: Oh, okay. So I had to okay. get Jason to help me. You know who cares about our series? Ryan Johnson.
0: He probably does.
1: And Mr. Jenkins, Kevin Jenkins.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did we even bring that up? I don't think we did.
1: What? No, we did. did of we? course we did. Yeah.
0: Okay, I can't remember. Oh, now.
1: wait, no, we didn't. It didn't it happen after the recording? I
0: don't remember. <gasps> oh. Alright, listen, here's oh, no. The, here's what did we're we really gonna, forget to talk about that? Um here's what was here's what we will do. Okay. We will I will go back and see if we already talked about it. If we did, okay. that's fine. If not, we will cram that into current events next time. Okay. Because that was pretty freaking. That's cool. the biggest current event. <laughs> <It really laughs> How can we have
1: forgotten about this? Oh no, I spoiled it though. I just said That's okay,
0: that's okay. okay. It's just right. we had I had a very exciting Twitter exchange What?
1: You, you had a very Well
0: you're not on Twitter interview. It doesn't I'm matter just You're
1: the messenger Homie
0: Colin And I <laughs> Had go. a very Interesting a fa- Like a very Exciting Twitter exchange With Ryan Johnson And Kevin Jenkins Woo! And it pertains To Snoke's throne room In 2001 A Space Odyssey I'll oh! leave it at that And, and David we, Lynch And if we've Already talked about it Go back and listen To ep- the last episode We've probably Talked about it is. And if we haven't Talked about it that will be high-priority episode 19.
1: Yeah, dog. That has to be. Okay. We, we got to talk about that. All right. Dude. So,
0: anything else?
1: I don't think you wanna so. You want to mention? Uh, I'll see... Well, yeah. I got I to gotta bring my stuff downtown.
0: Oh, yeah. He's moving back. Moving out, boys. That's sad news for me, but whatever. Yeah, so
1: just warning you. Uh, just warning y'all.
0: Next time the sound next quality time time might the be sound
1: weird. Quali- well, it's not the sound quality is going to be worse. It's that there might be more noise. A little more noise, but... I'll do what I can
0: oh, to isolate myself. I am currently working on uh, collaborating with some people.
1: Oh yeah, go go ahead. And do I that. don't want
0: to talk about anything yet because nothing's set in stone, and and I'm not sure um, what's going to happen. But maybe some exciting collaborations coming up.
1: Yeah, some um, remixes
0: with some really fun people.
1: Yeah, some some <laughs> some mixtapes. <laughs> some sm-
0: mixtapes, yes.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: Um, and other than that. Uh, You're not going to say wanna... anything more than that? No, other than our social media oh. stuff. Okay. We are, I am on Twitter, at Adjacent. We also have a show Twitter handle, at um, UnknownReachPod. We have a, G, a, a Gmail, an email, Pod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick. And we are both on Facebook. Anything else to say?
1: Well, do you think I should, do you think I should, like, link my... Uh the podcast that i just wrote the music for is that proper here i know this is a star wars podcast
0: um i mean not yet they haven't even done it yet right they're just starting out but colin just wrote some theme music for another podcast and when that is up and running we will let you know
1: yeah it's a podcast it's called the insomnia report it's about like conspiracy theories uh real crime as i've been told and you
0: wrote quite a cool little ditty. Yeah, that. it's a
1: cool little ditty. But but they're they're really nice people. They reached out to me and they, they seem very hyped about the music and they they say it's good and they, they they told me what the podcast is about. and It sounds really interesting. So I'll have to I'll have to rep them once it's up. Maybe wrong. they'll
0: have you on just to talk about something.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? That'd be fun. Anyway.
0: Okay, is that it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Hey, Colin. Yo. See you around, kid. Peace. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.